Hey everybody, Jimmy Pardo here. Never Not Funny is right around the corner, but you should know this going in. This episode is sponsored by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon underwear is definitely better than whatever you're currently wearing. Unless you're wearing Mack Weldon, then it's an even-even. In addition to looking and feeling great, Mack Weldon products are crafted with natural fibers that have built-in performance capabilities. They work hard too. Now dig this. They ship it right to your door. You don't like the first pair, keep it. They're going to still refund you, no questions asked. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your purchase by using the promo code PARDO. That is MacWeldon.com. Get 20% off by using the code PARDO. MacWeldon.com. Go there. But first, listen to Never Not Funny. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. We welcome you in and then show you the door. My ears are burning, you effing C. This is our country has been invaded cyberly. Old man Pardo wants to use the tweet box. Unleash the beast. Pardo, baby. That's the money. That's the future. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program episode. Uh, I'm coming in hot, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, coming well, in. Because you always test your mic like, hey, uh, can you turn me up a little bit? Yeah, then I turn. Like, hey, everybody, welcome to the coffee. Yeah. That's because it's showtime, and I like to deliver the goods. Showtime. 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 What? I'm John Lawrence in the place to be. Two pints of Sam Manos, but I'm working on three. Here's the truth. I, I took that J. Keith Van Stratton Hamilton lyrics quiz. Yeah. Uh, I saw you set the bar unreasonably high <laughs> at getting 51 out of 51. Uh, with the how many points did you get? Did you see how many points you had? Hamilton wrote the other fifty-one. <laughs> oh, is that why he did fifty-one questions? You I think? assume. I assume so. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Um, and that was one of the things. Yes, it too. was not that part of it, but that that whole section. Uh, let me see what my actual score. It was like thirty-nine thousand something mm. something. But uh, I can check right now. And then here's a funny story. Well, you tell tell me what you what happened with you. Uh, well, all right. Well, J. Keith Van Stratton has it. What's the website? Where's it at? Um, where is it? Buzzlist face face quiz. What's the name of it? Buzzfuck. Does anybody know what the hell the name of the thing I've is? I've seen the thing, but I don't remember. I'll, I'll find it when I find it. How about, uh, that? How about them apples? Uh, I'm uh, trying to. Uh, all right. I tweet too much. Is what I'm learning right now. <laughs> well, didn't you take? A, didn't you take a picture of it? Oh, that's a good point. I could just look at my photos. How about that? That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that saves you time. Because uh, I didn't know if I did it on my phone or and it was on my laptop, so it's not in my Quiz phone. Life. It's on Quiz Life. Thank you. And they, uh, he's got the uh, name, the uh, finish these uh, Hamilton lyrics, or you know, complete these Hamilton lyrics more appropriately. Uh, the uh, the missing word is somewhere within that uh, the lyric, and he's got fifty one of these, we believe. I found it. All right, it's Quiz Life. <laughs> yeah, got it. <laughs> so, how many points did you do? I got thirty nine thousand oh one five, and uh, you got fifty one out of fifty. Yeah. Uh, what was your longest streak? 51. Okay. <laughs> uh, I ended up getting uh, 50. Uh-huh. And I missed like number 40 or 41 right in oh. there. And I'm not going to lie to you. I've ever been more stressed out in my entire life. <laughs> Mainly because you got 51 and then some other listeners said they got 51. I'm yeah. like, well, I got to come in at 51 here. And I missed one that I just that I knew and overthought it. 
and went, I think I think I'm wrong. Yeah. And then Well, the other thing is, were you trying to be quick? Because I didn't realize I know that each question has a clock on it, but I didn't realize that the faster you get each one, that affects your score. Yeah. So I was I think that helped me because I was calm. I wasn't like I, I, I took the time I needed. But then afterwards, I was like, oh, shit, I should have tried to go faster. But Why don't might, you do it again? It might have screwed me up, though. Well, I, but I already know them. And so, okay, so then Elise but took you, it. But you already knew them. You're, it, it, it's okay that you already true. knew them. All right, I'll, I'll try it. I'll see if I can get it. But yeah, I don't, you want to beat your time. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know how, how that works. Mainly because then Elise took it and got the exact same score that I got. No, you got She got 51 out of 51 as well. And she got 39,015. Well, that's interesting. Which is weird. Like, I, that makes me feel like... All right, let me... You know what? I'll do it again at some point. Yeah. And see... Uh, it, it, you know, here's the other thing. And this is no uh, slight to Jake Keith Van Stratton. It's more for quiz life. Uh, let's go. You know, you <laughs> click on it, and then it's then now next question. Yeah. You have to click again. Like, well, it's the, loading the seventy three banners they want you to look at. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Well, it's also the uh, uh, not also uh, they want you now. Nope, not they don't want you to do anything. <laughs> they uh, a reboot. Hi, how, how you doing? I'm Jimmy Pardo. I'm the host of the show. Welcome in uh, episode twenty oh three. They uh, nope. Again, they. It's not they. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, the question. No matter what your answer, you get it right, mm-hmm. it lets you know you're right. You get it wrong, it lets you know you're wrong. See, it I, didn't, should, I don't know. I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know how. It should automatically <laughs> go to the next one. I hear your joke. <laughs> I got the one wrong. Yeah. Two wrong. What did I get? Two wrong? Oh, right. It, but it, I got 49. I got two wrong. It makes you click to go to the next one after you answer, right? Yeah. Then it makes you click again. But that's nice if you get distracted, then you're not but totally screwed. You're on a time anyway, so it shouldn't matter. Let's go. But the timer doesn't. The timer only counts for while you're answering. There's no timer for in between the questions, I don't think. But if while you're answering, then if you take that time, go next question. You're done. My point is, if someone distracted you, it would, it's nice that, that that you're not like, oh, shit, I got it. Because if you answer I the question, then saying. you can come back. Answer to the question. <laughs> you want the truth. I want to keep it moving. I don't. That thing should not take as long as it takes. Yeah. Quiz life. Uh, Oh, so 51 is a lot. <laughs> and, and it seemed to be going, initially, at least to me, it seemed like it was going chronologically through the songs. Yeah, then all of a sudden it's and mix then it and didn't. match. Yeah, that was a little bit. Yeah. I mean, right. that's a good, I guess that's a good uh, yeah. trying to trick, trip you up. Keeps you on your toes a little bit. Sure, sure. Anyway, it's a lot of, I don't I, I may have gotten 49 now that I say that. I, I said 50 the first time, right? Yeah. I think it was 49, but they both came in at the, uh, towards the tail, which was infuriating. Yeah. Uh, I still got 39,100 points, though. How'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> I got thirty nine oh one five. Oh yeah, Sounds it's like about speed. Did, oh, so I guess it's about speed. You should really go faster. Yeah, it's about speed. This is like a SAT thing where you're supposed to. I don't know. I can't remember. It's what about you're supposed to do. speed, <laughs> and you know what I. You know I feel the need yeah, at all times. Definitely at all times I feel the need. Mm-hmm. Uh boy, oh boy, is my mouth dry. If, if only. Uh, he had done his one job. I, yeah, I, I'm always expecting you to have your soup, and I didn't realize you didn't have your soup. I didn't, didn't have, have soup today. Drink. You're right. I got here. I got here a little too late to enjoy the soup. You want a big one or a little one? We talk, we still talking drinks. <laughs> I don't know what goes on in your lifestyle anymore. I don't know what you're offering me for crying out loud. I don't know. You pull out a couple of strap ons. I don't know why you need a strap on. By the way. Yeah, he, he has an actual penis. <laughs> he's the one God gave you. That's all set. I guess if you wanted a big one, and he only had a go little big time. One. Big time, I'm on the way, I'm drinking it, drinking it. Oh, okay. Come on, man, we're doing... Sure. All right, now listen, this box, Elliot, you got a, a shot of that? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why I said yeah. I was saying yeah to you or this box. I got to imagine that... Uh, you do have a shot of it? Did you I, shake that up for you I before you? Give a little jiggle? 
Uh, thank you, Garen. You're right. Garen, you're right. I did not have my soup today. I did bring my soup, but then I thought I, I, I think I'm going to have my soup after the show today. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Garen, just once and don't ever say when. Uh, it, it should be minimum six months from now if you're still with us. <laughs> um, don't shake it up. Hang on. But tell him you shook it up and he, see what happens. He means alive, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Uh, you can tell the difference. It's uh, the, the T sits at the bottom. Hmm. So hmm. let's not do that, Garen. Hmm. It stinks. I'm curious. That stinks. Hmm. It's too. Uh, but then you get a nice long straw if you want the, 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 the silt. Hmm. <laughs> Silty suds. Anyway, you were saying about this box. Uh, and, and Elliot, uh, do, my OCD will not allow that Kojak thing to be there. Th- th- that's not going to fly. That is that, even even I don't like that. And oh, I'm, I'm hey, get rid slum. of the uh, get rid of Garen's thing too. That's oh, that's not going to work. That's sad. Is it? I like, I like having it there. I don't know. No, they were horrible there. They were horrible there. Yeah, that's just. Uh, just yeah, there. first okay. of all, it's a fire hazard that you put the <laughs> old wax paper on top of a hot light bulb. That that's that needs to be clean. That's a a, a light box. Yeah, a light box wants to be clean. Yeah. Just like big hair wants to be. Wait, what did I say? Curly hair wants to be big. <laughs> Is that what you said about uh, about Elliot? That was one of the things that was one of the uh, multiple people requested that for the intro. Then why didn't you use it? Uh, I don't remember. It just didn't. Uh... Didn't want to give me that much uh, press. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Um, I think I gave you some other thing, didn't I? I, uh, I actually haven't listened to the audio one yet. Uh. They're good. They're both fun. Karen gets They're both in there. very, very fun. No one has mentioned the Easter egg uh, that I put in one of those. Uh, That's on the Players Club? I don't remember now. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, uh, oh, boy. Well, let's, uh, let's wait and see if anybody comments on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, before I open up this box, which I'll get to in a second, I do want to thank everybody that came out to uh, the Helium in St. Louis this past weekend. Had uh, a great time at Helium in St. Louis. Uh, five terrific shows. Great. Uh, two were... Two were uh, phenomenal, hmm. and then three were really good, mm-hmm. and uh, was uh, thrilled to uh, be there. Uh, Ken Schultz did a great job. He had uh, great shows as well. A young kid named Chris Sear was the uh, MC. Saw my friend Rob Durham. He stopped by, but a lot of fans, a lot, of, a lot of our funny fans, uh, you know, uh, 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 fans. Uh, <laughs> I want, I, what do I want to say? Um, I, I don't want it to sound like an insult. Um, uh, I want to say... Nut bars? Constant Twitter and Facebooker. Oh. Uh, Matthew Rude. Oh, yeah. He and his wife were there. And, uh, Wasn't he supposed to come to a Chicago show or something? I think they did. Oh. Did I meet him? Yeah. I, I, somehow. Oh, I did meet him. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't. Uh, it was a bit of a letdown. <laughs> oh, did he let you down? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I, think I was like, oh, I'm finally going to meet Matthew Rude. And then in the moment, I didn't connect the dots, even though I was meeting him. I wasn't like, yeah, here it is. Here's the moment you've been waiting for. Yeah, to meet this guy who just posts on, uh, who comments on our show. Loves our show. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, anyway, it was great. A great, oh, uh, great You know club. what it was? What? When, when I met him, I, I think, like, I everyone's always so polite and nice. This guy, a little rude. A little, oh, boy. I was going to get mad at you for going back to that, but it turns out now I'm not so angry about it. Oh, you should be. <laughs> a uh, terrible joke. And... Uh, yeah, a lot of Never Not Funny fans. It was great. It was mm-hmm. great. It's great. Uh, it's a great club. Go out and support. Always, always support live comedy, no matter who, uh, what club is in your town. Was that uh, Helium in Philly? It's Helium. I mean, uh, in uh, St. Louis. St. Louis. And, of course, we have Helium coming up. We're going to be in uh, Portland on March the 11th. 11th. We're going to be there doing a live Never Not Funny. Then we're going to be at the Helium in Philadelphia on April 22nd mm-hmm. doing a live Never Not Funny there. Both of those are 4 p.m. 422, bro. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, so come on out and get yeah. the, uh, get those tickets. Uh, get those tickets now. The Philly is selling quickly. Did you mention Salt Lake City, by the way? 
That's no, I didn't because we, we were just talking about helium. But if you're not, if you're just talking about live shows, let's not. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention that we're at the uh, Golden Spike Comedy and Podcast Festival on the 10th of March in Salt Lake City, Utah. All right. Well, then we might as well bring up uh, April uh, 13th at uh, Flappers. No. Oh well. A- April 13th. March 13th at Flappers. Yeah. Shut the fuck <laughs> up and let me finish my sentence. You asshole. Where are we at April 13th? Seattle. Oh yeah. We have not talked about it yet on the show, have I we? I didn't know we could. That's why uh, I was cutting you off. I didn't. Oh wait. Make I, maybe we can't. I, I was told we could. Garen, look at that. Go to Parlor Live in Seattle and see if we're uh, finally been added to the. Uh, Do you like my save though? That's why I cut you off. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was a rude dick. <laughs> Let me finish my thought. Who you, Pat? I'm gonna throw a fucking uh, microphone at your head. Well, maybe there's a little microphone in that box you can throw at me. <laughs> you, th- you think it's a it's a mic in a box? It looks like a mug shape. Like that's the kind of box that a mug comes in. Yeah. Is it the is it the weight of a mug? Could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the whole point. Uh, so, Garen, did you look that up, Par- Parlor Live? Yeah. Oh, we are. All right. So, uh, tickets are now on sale for Parlor Live. Seattle, yeah. April the 13th. That's a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. That's a night show. So, that's a rare night performance for us. <laughs> Even though we're going to be at uh, nighttime in uh, Salt Lake on the... Uh, you'll deal with all this in the plugs. Yes. But uh, Correct. I, I do want to uh, just uh, let everybody know we are excited to be going to all these cities. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun to be doing these live... Uh, uh, Never Not Funny's on the road. So come on out and uh, see us. Never Not Funny Tour 2017. Now, here's the deal. Yeah. Uh, we walked in. Mm-hmm. We saw this box. Uh, you saw it where on the floor, Garen? Garen saw this on the floor. He put it up on the desk, up on our table here. I said uh, to you, hey, what's this? And you said, I don't know. I thought you brought it. <laughs> and then I said, what is this? And Ellie goes, I have no idea. And then Garen finally said, I don't know. I was on the floor when I got here. <laughs> Nobody knows what this is. It, and it's it's it. unmarked. It's, this, this could be anthrax, you guys. It's unmarked. but it, so Which means it, it came inside another box? Like It could be like a piece of equipment for Elliot. We don't know what the hell this is. And there's, by the way, there's a decent chance that that's true. And I forgot, but I don't know. Well, let's find out. Yeah. It, by the way, if, if, if it is, that's going to be a bummer. It the door was wide open when I got here. Well, wasn't true. Elliot here? Well, Ellie's oh, been yeah, here for yeah. an hour and a half, and yet we still started late. Uh, and then uh, Matt was having, he and his uh, AST uh, Grammy Award winning partner over there, they were uh, enjoying the lunchroom, mm-hmm. yeah. which I've never seen anybody enjoy the lunchroom before. You know what? I love it. I've never done it before, but Ryan suggested it, and I was like, that makes more sense than eating at your desk like a weirdo. So I don't know why that's a weirdo, but I, I never, something about the height and the just there's something about eating at the desk I don't like, but this was great. Right at the countertop there. You enjoy that. Now, it's, you don't think it's weird <laughs> that you share that space with the uh, other tenants here? No. No one else even came in. And the, the what, what, what if somebody else came in there with and they uh, they wanted to join you? Wait their turn. Or if there's 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 one more seat there available, is. but that seat was too high for the counter, so they would have to have very skinny thighs if they wanted to sit with us. All right, Goldilocks. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying it's not oft used, so I think it was okay. What did you guess this was? A mug. Okay, now I'm going to tell you this. You're right. Okay, let's okay. find out together what kind of mug it is. It is the. Oh, this is for you. Bestest Grammy ever. <laughs> like, yeah. Where the fuck did it come from, though? I brought it. Oh. <laughs> I showed you a link of that. You don't remember that? What? No. The I night you guys won. I, oh, I yeah. Oh, oh, here. That's for you. Thank you. It's for well, you and Ryan. Can oh, that's it. very nice. You guys nice. can share that when you're over at your lunch counter. Thank you, Garen. That's very <laughs> nice. sweet of you. Yeah, I, I totally forgot that you sent me that picture. You you texted me a, a picture, and I, I thought it was funny. I'm not sure I realized it was a mug. I think I just thought it was a, a you know a graphic. Yeah, I bought it pretty much immediately. Oh, that was really funny. That's awesome. That's very nice. So where did you find this? Amazon. The, this was a pre-made thing. You didn't like. I just searched for best Grammy ever, and that 
<laughs> so. That is so strange. Well, look at that. That's uh, wonderful. Thank you, Garen. More importantly, let's all comment on Garen's wonderful acting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right? Did anybody believe that he brought that with him? Did anybody? No. That's that extra work that he did 20 years ago, paying off. That's right. He said it was on the floor. I Look believe in the middle, it was on guys. the floor. What's that? I like in the middle. I work with the best. Yeah, I, I love when you post that screenshot from time to time. <laughs> you, it's without your shirt, right? Yeah, yeah Garrett Cockrell on a uh, primetime show. Severe sunburn that day. Oh, you got to, you got, had a tough time, to huh? To the point that I passed out. Oh, no. What? Yeah, I sat down and fell asleep. I think I was out for a long time. It was it, dark when I woke up. Were you still outside when you passed out? I was in the... Like some overhang thing. So okay. I was out of the sun. All right. That's good. Yeah, did you make your 60 it. bucks? Yeah. Like, it was I mean, a long day. I mean, that's really all you make. Like you make like eight bucks an hour, right? Is that yeah. extra? Back then, yeah. So uh, you did like probably eight hours. Mm-hmm. So you got, yeah, 64 bucks. Like that. Burnt to a crisp. I'm surprised I don't have. I don't know what he was pointing at. What, what's he doing? What was he pointing at? <laughs> like that. Like, like the... I was pointing at in, like to, to the picture. It doesn't exist. <laughs> reality. Oh, boy. You might still be suffering but, from sunstroke. Yeah, right, brother. Yeah, it's, it was a rough. It was rough day. I told you I passed out. <laughs> I may still be asleep. Is, is this all a dream? Is everything that <laughs> you've experienced since that day? God, that'd be fantastic for you, wouldn't it? What if, what if, you, what if you woke up? Oh my God, I'm still 20. This is fantastic. It's not too late. Because oh, you know it's too late, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just based on what Matt just said. You know, I don't feel that way. I'm just speaking for Matt. I mean, it's done. <laughs> by the way, on the road, this uh, this aforementioned St. Louis. Oh, little Nate Jones stopped by. Remember Nate when he filled in for Garen that time? Yeah. Nate Jones, he was Garen for a day, uh, and then some others were there. Uh, a lot of people offering to take uh, Garen's place if he uh, takes off. Okay. So uh, They're going to relocate from St. Louis? I think they may be uh, thinking about moving here anyway. Okay. And, uh, you know, I said, you know, you throw your name in a hopper. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, you know what I say? No guarantee. I don't guarantee anything. You don't guarantee it? No. I'm not, I, yeah, I, you know what? I guarantee one thing. He's never leaving. The producers of Malcolm in the Middle should have guaranteed him a shirt. Did they? Uh... <laughs> no. 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 I may have let it slide. Have you not giggled your way through <laughs> the end of it? <laughs> I, I think I was. I don't know. This is not, not even worth. Hey, where'd you go over the one. weekend? You went to Pioneer Town or something? What? Did you guys do something over the weekend? I didn't go anywhere. How dare you? Didn't you go? Didn't you do something? You and your family over the weekend? Didn't I see a photograph of Zoe somewhere? Uh, well, she had a Girl Scout meeting. That's it. Uh, no, what, I mean, at what? a nature center. Um, it might have been a nature center. Yeah, uh, it looked like maybe you guys had taken maybe a day trip or something. Nah. Well, we went to a friend's birthday party, a friend's house. That's it. <laughs> they have a nice backyard. I mean, I'm just trying to. Hey, where did we go that time where we went for your uh, wife's uh, baby shower? They had a nice backyard. They, the, those friends have moved since then. Do you want to go check out that backyard anyway? <laughs> Remember, they had like trees and stuff back there like that uh, you could sit next to and yeah. get some shade, which he could use that day <laughs> yeah. on set. Um, yeah, they moved. I could have sworn I saw it. But their new backyard has a tree, if that helps you. I don't know. <laughs> Since you, you seem real impressed by trees. <laughs> Very rarely do backyards in this. Uh, uh, they had a humongous tree in their backyard. They had a huge yeah, tree. It was crazy. And it was a hassle because it dropped so much stuff on their yard. That's why I got it. We, we had one in my, uh, at my house with a tree, and I I. I, I Got you, rid of it. you were just talking about how much you love the tree. What the hell? This thing was in the way. This this thing was. Uh, I remember it. I remember that tree. You do? I've been in your backyard. Did you whack it as soon as you? So I know there's another tree in your yard. We have a lemon tree. Yeah. And we have an orange tree. Uh-huh. Then we had another tree that was basically half dead. 
that I, uh, I might not have seen that. Uh, truth, if it was still, if it was a nice tree, it would be perfect because it, it would block kind of like this, uh, you know, uh, well, not kind of like a, it is a telephone pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would block that, yeah. but we had to get rid of it. And then it's like, I like not having that tree, but who gives a shit? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've never been less happy with anything I've said in my entire life. <laughs> I'm thrilled by Garen's acting. I'm, I'm disappointed that the gift wasn't for me. I'm not going to lie about it. I can't believe that. Uh, yeah, it did, did, did kind of pull focus at the top of the show. There's no question. So that's unfortunate. Did Garen just hurt his hand closing the door? <laughs> I think it so. Like that was, <laughs> it did seem like, like that, he right? He banged his hand into the knob that he was still turning. I think. Yeah, right? Like, what was he doing? <laughs> it was like a riddle. I don't know. Oh, I know what I have to address. Thank yeah. you for, uh, believe it or not, you, something you said. Uh, I, I'm saying this with no sarcasm. Thank you to the 4,000 of you that told me to check in with my insurance company about my uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Did that work show? out? It didn't. Oh. Well, no. Good. Come on, Ed Sully. Sit there. <laughs> shut it down. I don't know if Garen explained everything to you. He did. He said that you were going to yell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> confirmed. And take that away. I didn't say to hand it to him. What is going on in here today? Whoa. You are rattled today. <laughs> my drink wasn't uh, in its spot. It's a sunburn. <laughs> you can't blame extra work from 15 years ago. It never goes away. You think sunburns always with it? My, my back it, is a mole. Is it like PTSD of of uh, yeah? Because like as soon as you brought as soon as he brought it up, it threw you. Yeah, it did, you did seem to get all discombobulated the second this extra work of yours came up. I, I was remembering my time with Brian Cranston. It was a happy. He moment. ended up going on to win a couple of uh, Emmys for his acting. It left me behind. <laughs> it sure did. Is that why you rattled? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's like it was Vietnam. My George Jetson pick. What? Oh, we, yeah, we never got he back to it. He was your George Jetson pick? Him or Ty you've, Burrell? You've had a week. Yeah, I, th- I thought Ty Burrell. Someone tweeted Ty Burrell. Would but, he, but you had Ty Burrell earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the right call. Ty Burrell's the right call to play George Jetson. Mm-hmm. No question in my mind. No yeah. question. I mean, in fact, I'm even done. I'm sick of talking about it. He's got the wrong hair color, but we can fix that. You, cha- you change that either in post or with dye or a wig. <laughs> you want to go post on that? I'd go <laughs> post. Should he wear go, a, a green screen uh, cap on his head for the entire I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, uh, cell by cell <laughs> right. and, uh, and color in that head. Yeah. Uh, so here's the deal. So okay. uh, uh, the insurance company I'm with, uh, to keep their rates down, mm-hmm. they do not provide free glass replacement where every other insurance company does but it, do, do it's you negligible. feel comfortable saying because i feel like we have the same i'm not gonna say it no well tell me off the air and then i'll see if i'm in the same boat yeah thanks i think we do i yeah. think i think you're right about that yeah yeah um and uh so they, they filled in the crack is what they did they filled that in so you're not getting a new thing uh, last, last time I talked to you, you said you have to get a whole new well here here's the deal okay as you're driving yeah right it's right here so it's to the left. So it's just to the left of of your eye line of the eye line. But it, but it's it, it's it's there. Like you know, like as if you if you had dog poop or not dog poop. That would be a, I don't know what, <laughs> what I don't happened. Know, I don't know what your neighbor's doing. I don't know what your neighbor's doing. I don't know what you're doing. That people are throwing I, dog shit in your car. Listen, I'm not well liked in my neighborhood. You know that. I get mad at a guy for parking in front of my house. Uh, you know, if it's a little a little thing of bird, uh, bird, bird poop, poop. Yeah. it would it would you know drive you nuts. But it uh, at any rate, if it was. One inch closer, it would it would be a no brainer. Let me ask you this: Is it in the path of the wiper, or oh, is course. it off the? Oh, so it's it's in that. That's to me that is grounds for removal and replacement. It here. So here's what happened. So 100 percent plan uh, planned to uh, do that. Yeah. Uh, and then as I was driving there yesterday, uh, I was driving there. I'm going, 
I was like, I, I can't even find it. Where is it? Because it was raining. Mm-hmm. So I got there and I said, I think I'm overreacting here. I don't I do not think I need to. And since most of this will be out of my pocket, my insurance covers part of it. OK, since most will be out of pocket, I'm going to wait and see if this drives me crazy. And I'll come back in a month or two if it does. And the guy looked at me, and goes, I can't believe you set it up to begin with. I'm like, all right, very good. Oh, so he was in agreement. This is no big deal. Yeah. Um, but if it was an inch this way. But he doesn't know. He doesn't know Jimmy Parker. He does not know I'm crazy. Right. <laughs> like it's always on the you, table. If you did a poll of our listeners, a hundred out of a hundred would say this. This glass is going to be replaced. Yes. In a month. And even my wife is like today, in, 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 and I'm embarrassed that she, this had to be said. I'm proud of you. She said to me <laughs> for not being a nut job for a change. So well, get uh, ready to be disappointed, Danielle. <laughs> uh, but I know she understood. Give it a month or uh, or so. But I, I mean, this is one that I'm with you. I don't think I could handle having that in my eye. It's a little it's, it's just out. And, and the reason yesterday, like with the drizzle and stuff on it, it was like, well, that's no big deal. Now we'll see what it's like when it's crystal clear. Have you considered those um, horse racing horse blinders? Just put those on. <laughs> well, I wear those because, you know, I can't have people sit to my left. You know that when I'm right. sitting uh, in a row in a theater, yeah. I can't have people sit to my left. So I, that's when I use my secretariat uh, shades. Nice. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Suley McCullough is here. He's a mm-hmm. filmmaker. Right. Producer, you, you didn't direct that film. I didn't, I didn't direct it. You didn't do anything with it. You just put your name on it. <laughs> You, you, well, no, no, not yet. Oh, Sit there. Oh, sorry. No, Garrett, do, the last thing I want is for you to hand that to him. He'll come over here and talk like a man. <laughs> you, you, are, you are on my bad side today, brother. I don't know what you did. First of all, I'm going to tell you something. It, it started when I didn't get my beverage. It really kicked in when the gift wasn't for me. <laughs> do we need a refresher course in here? Okay. It sounds like at least one of us does. Suli, do me a favor. Off mic. Now, you're not amplified. Do me a favor. Where it says Never Not Funny right there, Uh in the light blue font, what does it say? Light blue font? Yeah. Oh, it says the Jimmy Pardo podcast. Oh, the Jimmy Pardo podcast, (laughs) Garen. The angle I was at, I couldn't quite read it. Right. And I moved, and then it all became clear. Right. See, Suli gets it. Admittedly, that font should be a little lighter. It's kind of hard to read. It is horrible. (laughs) That is our logo, and I do agree that that should be a lighter. No, when it's on a screen, it's fine. For some reason, the printout. Why do you think it's went dark on that, Ben? The the printing method was not up to snuff. It's on canvas. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. We're going to go around the horn. We have to address Elliot's head. <laughs> we do. Quick, uh, quick congratulations to our, uh, our friend uh, uh, Dave Shimka, whose uh, daughter Poppy was born. And we got that card, which, and I'm looking at it, which is why I thought to oh. say Oh. So congratulations. A beautiful little baby. Yeah. Poppy. Is that a girl? I think so. Now, no, Poppy you, could also be your like, grandfather. Could be a grandfather. Maybe this is the world's youngest. Oh, oh, and isn't it in the Mexican, uh, the, the Hispanic world? Don't they say Poppy to like, uh, like look, all children, boy or girl? Poppy, come on, Poppy, and, we need to go. I think it means something else because uh, they call little girls mommy. Come on, mama. But I, Poppy, uh, yeah, you're right. That, I, I hear, I hear them in my tr- trust me where I live, friend. What what is what is pop? What does P A P I mean, Karen? Look that up. Well, that's Big Poppy. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's David the, Ortiz. Like, but that's the same word. I hear a lot of parents calling their kid Poppy as Poppy they're walking around daddy. the target. Hmm. Spanish word that literally transfers as father into English. It is often used along with Papa to refer to one's father. But th- I agree with you. People use it for their kids, too. Yeah, well, and Mama. They, they say that right. for the little girls, too. Oh, that's confusing. Uh, a slang what? term that is similar in effect to daddy in the phrase, who's your daddy, often given to, by women to their boyfriends, husbands, or to their sex partner. Boy, oh, boy. Is that, that, this is getting creepier and creepier. Where are you going? Yeah. It is most often used during intercourse. Wow. What the right. F is happening at Target? What are you? It's used as a pet name. <laughs> 
what a site are you on? I should <laughs> tell you, dictionary. That, but, but that's 100 percent true. I should tell you that I hear these uh, these parents calling their kids this at that pizza place in D.C. So <laughs> sure. that makes sense. That okay, they would it's be all calling up. the children yeah, poppy yeah, down yeah, there because it's, it. uh, that. Uh, talking about Comet Pizza. Yeah, Comet Pizza. Well, you know where the running where Hillary Clinton was running a sex ring out of the basement. By the way, we, of a pizza place that has no basement. You dumb fucks. You <laughs> stupid motherfuckers. We can all agree that is the most ridiculous conspiracy theory ever. No, it's not. It's <laughs> Russia. <laughs> but I will you say. You dumb motherfuckers. You're dumb. You're all dumb. Go ahead. There is a pizza place <laughs> near my house that uh, when I look, when I drive by this place, I'm like, if it were this place, I would 100% believe it. Because you look at this place. I know. I'm not going to say the name I of it. I know which one you're talking you about. You know what I'm talking about? It's uh, right on. Uh, on Magnolia. Yes. I'll say that it's on Magnolia. And it's on the north side of the street. Yeah, yep, yep. I know exactly what pizza it's place like, you're talking about. It is crazy. Like, who goes in there? I've never seen a person in there. I've never Wait, seen anyone in there. I, I, I who the fuck would order from it? Like, why would. There's so many pizza places. I think this is the name of it, but you tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, is that it? Yep. <laughs> I, I wish I could say I don't want to do it to them, but it, no, you can't say it. But yes, there's no weird. doubt in my mind they're running something out of that place. It's one of those places where like the thing in the window is like just a a, a big poster of a slice of pizza, and it's so washed out from the sun yes. hitting it for twenty years. It's just like just take it down already. It's, Have you ever yelped it? I, I think I did once. Yeah. I would uh, love to know, like, if somebody says, you know, don't be fooled by the outside. It's the best pizza you've ever had in your life. My recollection is that is not it's what not happens. The They're just like, yeah, it's. There's one near my house, house, by the way, right on Rodeo, that uh, we go by and we go, that place has to be filthy. It's got to be awful. It's got to be awful. There's no way we're ever eating there. And so I yelped it and it's like, stay away. <laughs> don't even think about walking into this yeah. dump. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Susie McCullough is here. He's got die laughing. Dying laughing. Dying laughing. With dying. A, dying. With an N. Dying, yes. Plural. M-G. I-N-G. Dying. dying plural. Laughing. Dying laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Two Gs on both of those. Yep. Yeah. Right? Right? Uh, all right. Uh, Sully is here. Long friend. This is another example of a guy that should have been on this show eight years ago? Mm-hmm. Sure. Whenever I see <laughs> Sully, I don't know Sully, and I'm insulted uh, that it's... <laughs> You're insulted. <laughs> I'm insulted that it's taken like this long. I obviously am okay with it. I'm insulted on your behalf. <laughs> Um, it's it's dumb that Jill Kushner, who I've known for two years now, had to make this happen. And and Amber Rose was on this show before me. Yeah, well, that come is on, Sully. Well, okay, that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous for a lot of other reasons. I can tell you, she's never gotten back to me. I can tell you that, <laughs> even though she left here saying we're going to be the best of friends for the rest of our lives, I've never heard from her again. Wow. Well, what she hide behind those glasses? <laughs> You know what? Beautiful eyes. I don't know why she doesn't. Did she wear glasses when she did this? The entire time. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, she took them off to show us why, and none of us understood why. Her eyes are amazing. Yes. But I think she's like... Gary, give him the microphone! (laughs) What is up with you today? I think uh, Amber Rose is like Cyclops, in a way, uh, from X-Men. Yeah. Where if she lifts up the lint, you fall in love. Yeah, that's... She's she's protecting herself. She has to protect herself and and the men in the world. And many women, too. I don't disagree with any of that, because as weird as it was that she had him on the whole time, it may have been more distracting... Well, had she not had them, I on. think. Oh, yeah. We even said at the time, like, thank God, because I was I wouldn't have been able to look in her direction if the glasses weren't on because I would have been too intimidated. Yeah. Uh, to make eye contact. But that like somehow made it easier. Right. To, to look over she there. She backs that ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate. She talked about it. She talked about it. She that was well, her. come on. It's Amber Rose. Yeah. I like know. rappers have devoted entire verses of songs to her. Now, yeah. Is that accurate? Is that true? Oh, that's very true. There are many, there's many a hit rap song right now that references Amber Rose. 
I didn't know that. Let me sure. tell you something. Well, I, she uh, married one famous rapper. She married Wiz Khalifa. And was yeah. with another yeah. one. With and I know yeah, that. I know sure. her. Uh, oh, you know her body of work. <laughs> <laughs> do you see what I did there? Yeah, I did. I liked it. That's why he's a filmmaker, guys. That's an example of why. Why do, we, why, why do you refuse to credit him as a comedian? Which is why yeah, just, that's where I am first and foremost. Not, and not in my nope. mind. I've okay. never found you funny. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. and, that, and that's why you haven't been here. It wasn't until you have this credit. Oh, it took. I needed a credit. That's right. To get in the door. But Julie's funny, and I would go, is he? Yeah, right. And I go, if he had one credit, I would have him on. They went, right. What about Comic Strip Live on Fox? I go, that doesn't count. Sure. Really? Were you, were you ever on that, Because I'm by still the way? using that. <laughs> 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 All right, so you also colors. worked on the sure. Amber Rose show. What? I, what is I, what you we'll learned? talk about it in a minute. Oh, God. Now everyone's Wait, now I'm, a, I'm, I'm angry. <laughs> it's uh, rubbing off on you. This is horrible. I don't get what's happening in this room. I don't get I just wanted happening. a simple answer to a simple question. You know what? You, you were on the writing staff of the Amber Rose show. Is that correct? Uh, and the writing staff was very small. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, I got I got hired uh, to to produce that show. I didn't know Amber Rose. Uh, I got a call saying, "Hey, come take this meeting." I took the meeting, and then I didn't hear anything for about almost six weeks. And then I got a frantic call. Amber Rose and her team want to meet you, and I was like, "Whoa, there's a team involved. <laughs> this is serious." <laughs> yes. So I uh, went back to Paramount uh, and. Went into a uh, uh, the the show was done by Doctor Phil's company, so I go into Doctor Phil's uh, massive office, mm-hmm. the the real office where the meetings go down. Yeah, and Amber's there with her team. Glasses or no glasses? No glasses. No glasses. Oh wow! No glasses. Oh, this, this is a real. This is a real meeting. Yeah, yeah. This is a real meeting. And so uh, mm-hmm. I walk in and. Uh, she recognizes me from my character in Don't Be a Menace to South Central, oh, wow. which growing up in Philly, uh, it's, it's, got, it's got hood legitimacy. Okay. So she goes, oh, my God, I love you. And I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't say it because yeah. it was a meeting. <laughs> and, uh, and then I had a good meeting, and then I walked away, and I was like, I think I might have got this job. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that's what happened. So initially, uh, me and uh, another writer that I wrote on The Tonight Show with we were the two writers on that show. But she was doing another show, so um, we replaced her with Joe Kushner. Oh, great. And so Jill and I were the writers on that show. We just did the two of you. Just the two of us. It was like two comedians with Amber Rose mm-hmm. make a TV show Wow, that is sex positive. <laughs> right. So, you know, come on. Well, you did a great job. Well, what kind of gig is that? That's a great gig. It's a yeah. great gig. Yeah. And now, so, listen, is it, I know I'm way behind. Is it coming back for a second season? It is coming back for a second season. Oh, it season, is. But they're sort of changing it. I, I'm not... Sex negative. It's no, yeah, right. <laughs> Shaming you. <laughs> they're like, that worked. Let's do the opposite. Um, she's doing uh, Love Lines now. Right. And so they're going to make it more like Love Lines, and VH1 is going to do it. So I, I don't have anything... To do with it, you're I, out. Uh, well, I'm not really out because I stayed. I stayed at Stage 29, which is Doctor Phil's company, and I'm there now, and and so it's all good. It's, oh. it's fine. All right. So cool. Amber's gone. I'm in. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Well, all right. Listen, uh, we got to take a break. But do you spend time with Doctor Phil? Uh, sometimes, sometimes. Like I. I, I don't have a lot of interaction with him, but when I do, man, do I enjoy it. You do. <laughs> I do. I do. And in my office, I get the feed. So the cash me outside girl, 
I, the girl that you don't know the cash me outside girl. This was a big thing. This when, was when a big was thing. Jimmy I, Pardo. I just heard Come about on. it recently, but no, I don't know this. I didn't know Amber Rose was so, in songs. So you know, you're talking to the <laughs> yeah. Wrong. Okay, I got you. I, 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 cash I, me I, outside. Okay, so Doctor Phil has on these really broken people. Like every day I go to work, I watch the most broken people get broken down and then fixed by Doctor Phil. It's really fantastic. Um, she was a 13 year old girl that is unnecessarily ghetto, who tried to fight the entire audience because. <laughs> She's overly rebellious. Okay. And her big catchphrase was, cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> this is a white girl, by the way. She's a white girl. A real, it's a white girl. White girl. Yeah. I need to explain that yeah, yeah. right now. Uh, uh, a college-educated black dude is explaining a white girl <laughs> trying to act overly black. Okay, yeah. So it blew up on the internet. All right. When that episode aired, they were doing memes of the cash me outside thing. It became a catchphrase. Okay. And here's what blew it up to a whole nother level. A remix dude remixed that little segment on mm. the show and set it to music. And can I tell you, it is one of the bumpinest tracks <laughs> I've heard in years. Uh, it is so catchy. And then that took it to a whole nother level. All right. So she uh, she's she's one of the biggest things out there. So you and does she come by the office? Is that well? Uh, no, she doesn't come by the office because <laughs> clearly she's the cash me outside girl. She's got other things to do, but she's all over TMZ. Oh. She's she's that kind of she's TMZ hot. Really? When yes. was, when was that original episode? Like, it was it was a few months ago okay, yeah. and I remember seeing it then and then it. watched what happened. Yeah, I only was aware of it from the memes like and I didn't yeah. I didn't really know where it right, came from. Hang on, I'm looking it up. What's it called? Uh Catch me outside, Cash girl. Me outside. But Cash go, me outside. Cash me outside. How about that? Would I go to YouTube for that? Sure. Oh, you can go anywhere for it. Elliot, can you pull that song and play it for us? Yeah, pl please play it. It's, oh my God. it's right, Swayed the Remix God. I follow him now because I love that song that much. You can oh, yeah, oh, my God. It's the first thing that comes up. Exactly. You I'm not what? just making shit up, Jimmy Pardo. Hold on. Elliot, you can do it in the break and we'll just come. How about we Yeah, come let's back come in. back to it. We need to tease that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or no, no, wait. You're going you're to play the actual Dr. Phil clip if you have. Yeah, play, you can do whatever with it. It's all entertaining. Trust me. <laughs> I don't know if this is the clip or. I mean, the saddest thing is that she's 13 years old. Yeah, that, that I did not know that part. Yeah, no, I, I to, trust me. I, I got all the insight. <laughs> yeah. All right, the, this thing is uh, the, the one I have here is a minute and 13 seconds. So is that the song or is that the? That's probably the clip. Catch me outside. How I'll just about set that? it up. She. Um, She's her own little thing. She's got, you know, way too much attitude. Like, like hood black people are like, all right, calm down. All right. All right, finish your breakfast. All right, I'm going to play So this. she tried to fight the audience. Let me just set that up. All right, here we go. Let me... And all these hoes laughing like so funny. She's talking about the audience. That they're laughing at her. Did, did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. All right, we're going to applaud. That they're hoes. <laughs> that they're hoes, Jimmy. Well, well, we are hoes. We agree, we agree. Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. Catch her outside means she'll go outside and do what she has to do. That means fight, everyone. That's what she That means she will oh, fight yeah, you. This is all, yeah. this is all, but don't you see that this is all mouth? This is mouth. That's the mother. Yeah, that's the mom. I'm sorry, because I think they can bring cameras outside. Really? Because I think I flipped you. you See, she's adorable, you? isn't she? Danny, don't get all tough. Please don't. This is not the Does place. Like no. She's fighting her no. mother. All right. Yeah, she, no. Oh, she fought her mother on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I feel bad because I talked over the, 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 the line. We all did. All yeah, we all did. She we said just, it three times. We all that's bad podcasting right there. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all but right. yeah, we, we all know the line. All right, so let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear the, uh, the musical remix <laughs> the of that. Remix, yeah. The remix is fantastic, uh, by the she's way. 13, she's, she's 13, 13 years she looks old. 18. Right. Yeah, she, exactly. There's trouble. Exactly. She's wearing way too tight of clothes. I have a 12-year-old who is still in a boy range. Okay. And she's way, like, she's 13 going on 38. This girl here. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, she's already going to strip clubs, guaranteed. No, quick, we'll catch her outside. Yeah, exactly. She's, uh, she's Jennifer Garner. She's 13 going on 30. <laughs> now, that's a reference to a movie. Yeah. <laughs> With an acceptable white girl, I, I might right. add. Right, very. Uh, all right, very let's take a break. <laughs> Suli McCullough's here. Filmmaker Suli McCullough. Comedy, you decide. Uh, uh, we'll be back. Are you hiring? Yes. Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Where? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. How? ZipRecruiter. Oh. ZipRecruiter already has 9 million resumes you can search through in their database. Great. You can add multiple people to your account to make it the most efficient for your team to find the best hire. Let's do it. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Wonderful. ZipRecruiter is a search engine for finding and posting jobs. Very good. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. That's fine. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Okay. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Great. Quickly screen candidates. Rate them and hire the right person fast. I will. If you have issues. ZipRecruiter's friendly and human support staff is ready to help. It kind of sounded a little uh, Martian-like at the end. That one didn't mean to. Uh, find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over one million businesses. Why? As featured in Forbes, Wall Street Journal, Time Magazine, the New York Times, TechCrunch, and CBS, ZipRecruiter's website shows trending career fields, cities, and searches. Just stop yelling at me. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash happy. ZipRecruiter.com slash happy. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash happy. ZipRecruiter.com slash happy. Oh. ZipRecruiter.com slash happy. Oh, is it happy? ZipRecruiter.com slash happy. Oh, it's ZipRecruiter.com slash happy. ZipRecruiter.com slash happy. Got it. One more time. ZipRecruiter.com slash happy. You want to do a whole spot then? <laughs> hey, our buddy Pete Holmes has a new show over there on HBO, Matt. Yes, he does. It's called Crashing. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's about a sheltered, uh, sheltered suburbanite who married his childhood sweetheart and dreams of making it as a standing-up comedian. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Doesn't happen for him. Uh, well, he finds out that his wife cheated on him. Yeah. His world unravels, plunging him into the deep end of the rough-and-tumble New York comedy scene where he crashes on other people's couches. And in the process, learning hard life lessons about life and himself... Pete Holmes, executive produced this along with our friend Judd Apatow. Uh, it draws on uh, Pete's own experiences as, as a comedian, offering behind-the-scenes look at the unpredictable, unpredictable world. Hello, unpredictable. Hi, unpredictable, unpredictable, un unpredictable. That's what you are. That's what you are. You crazy, unpredictable world. You crazy, unpredictable world of New York stand-up. Of New York stand-up. As I assume how that sentence ends. It actually does. Oh. Uh, <laughs> crashing uh, features performances by Artie Lang, Lauren Lapkus, George Basil, plus guest appearances by Hannibal Burris, T.J. Miller, Sarah Silverman, and more. Crashing premieres Sundays at 10.30 p.m. on HBO. Crashing, our buddy Pete Holmes, 
All right, I just read all the copy. Uh, uh, I've seen the uh, trailers and stuff. This looks great. I know. I can't. I've, I have it recorded at home. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm very excited to see it. Uh, it's going to be great. Pete's great. Right up my alley. Everybody else in this thing is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go check this thing out. Crashing with Pete Holmes uh, on HBO. What I just say? How about that? <laughs> How about that? Yo. Straight the wing makes good. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. That's the, uh, Suli's words, the bumpinest track he's heard in a while. Yeah, I use the word bumpinest. Yeah, I yeah. heard it. You know what the kids say? They say it's lit. This, this song That here? track right there is lit. Yeah. That's a total lituation. You know, ah. I think our friend Amber Rose would say that that track is fire. Yeah, yeah she would fire. say that's fire. Yeah, that's yeah. fire. That's yeah. right. All right, let's go around the horn, and then we'll bring Suli into the mix. Uh, are those your sunglasses, Suli, that you have uh, that you put down to lens? Uh, lens uh, no, those, those were there. No, 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 no. Those are yours that you put lens first? I did not put them lens first. Oh, boy. Wow. That's sort of seems That's like got to be bad luck or something. <laughs> it's got to yeah. be something. You yeah, break two of those, exactly. that's 14 years bad luck. <laughs> tiny luck. <laughs> 14 years of tiny bad luck. Because <laughs> right? those are small packets. mirrors. You look through those, you look right back at yourself, Elliot. All right, let's say hello to Garen Cockrell. He's over at the Pop Culture Info Desk, sponsored by dogpile.com. Elliot, how are you? Garen, Elliot, you can listen in, of course. Thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> Garrett, how are you? I'm doing very well, sir. How about you? I, I don't know. I'm apparently a mess today. I, I can't form a single sentence. And you're lashing out at Garen, though. Garen's getting on my nerves today. <laughs> My mouth was dry. That's what started this whole mess. Then that Sorry mug. I'm going to take that mug and smash it against his skull. <laughs> it's the only way to say The only solution. You see a movie over there? You saw John Wick. Yeah. You enjoyed that? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Then you gave something three stars. You just watched something that you... Or four uh, stars. There was something you saw. Um, what was it? Was it a horror? Train to Busan? Nope. Godzilla? It was Godzilla. Popcorn? You enjoyed Godzilla. Yeah, it's... I think it's another one of those things everyone hates it, so it gives me low That's the one with, is that Cranston too? Yeah, Who, that's my, my buddy. <laughs> Who was in Godzilla? Yeah. Brian Cranston. It is Cranston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And from the, in it for like five minutes. What? Who is? Seems strange, Godzilla. He, he's in it just at the end to fight some other monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife mm-hmm. and I saw that at the movie, uh, movie theater. That's Gareth Edwards directed that, correct? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and, and then it was, by the time it showed up, too, it was just like, a, in this day and age, it was no big deal. It was like just a giant lizard. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Would you have right. cared more if he had been in it more? I don't know. I don't know the answer to I that. I think it's a, it's an unsolvable riddle. How do you make a good Godzilla movie? You don't. Yeah, you, you don't. Stop. He's yeah. a filmmaker. We got a filmmaker in the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a producer. I'm, I, I produce this. I don't understand what that means. But doesn't that make you a filmmaker? I guess so. I don't know. Right? You're in the I business? Mean, yeah, I guess. All right. I'll are take you in that. The, are you in the producer's guild now? Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, why don't you mind your business? What guild he's in? It's a, non, a noncommittal answer, though. It's like, I don't like you. Sure? He put his feet to the fire. I don't know if I like that. Well, maybe I don't want to get you in trouble with the guild. I mean. No, no. The guild loves me. All I right. pay my dues. Good. Yeah, you, pay, so you, pay, you pay them and the writer's guild. I pay them, the you're, writer's you're guild, pay- and, SAG, and SAG-AFTRA. Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah. Not equity though. Fuck you're, them. You're not doing the theater, right? <laughs> so you, you get three screeners of every movie then. Uh, pretty much. Ugh. Yeah, that seems wasteful. Yeah, should just send them is. to me. Maybe <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll take well, them. Well, I have kids. Yeah. I think this whole year was wasteful. The way that the packaging they sent this year 
uh, with their freebies. Right? Oh, yeah. So much like, you know, we talked about that last point, right? One opens up into a kite. Like, it's, like, it's bananas. Just send me them. Now, that said, I don't want just a download either. Don't send me a code right. so I got to look at it on my computer. Right. Yeah. right. Send me the DVD, right. but you don't right. need to send it in a cake. Like, just yeah. send me the sure. film. Sure, I get it. You're proud of this. You think right. it's award worthy. Yeah, or you really don't, and you're going to try to convince me. me. Yeah. Well, the cake was beautiful <laughs> yeah, so, and delicious. So I'm going to say yes for this movie. <laughs> yeah, HBO, use, I think they've cooled off, but for a while, they would just be sending, like, Encyclopedia Britannica sets. Oh, right, yes, <laughs> like right. It was a huge right. box, and it was so perfectly designed, like a, like an amazing, like, if you got, like, I don't know, like the mash box set, you know, right. it was that kind of package. Right. Yes. Crazy. Well, some of those did that for uh, this year, like yeah. craziness. And then one was... One company, I will not say the uh, the uh, the network, but they sent one episode of each of their series. Mm-hmm. Pass. Like, don't yeah. I'm not going to watch no, one no. episode of a show I've never seen in my life. Yeah, I don't even watch your real network, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't want to see what your best of yeah, is. I'm not going to see 48 minutes of something and just go, oh, yeah, I think I should vote for that. Right, no. Should give me the whole season if you're going to yeah, force right. me to watch Botch or whatever the hell the name of that show is. <laughs> Botch. 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 Yeah. Uh, all right, Garen, you saw the Godzilla, you saw Popcorn, you saw John Wick at the movie theater. Anything else important to happen over the weekend? Uh, did you get a roommate? I know there was a, a fellow looking at it when we did our live show last week. You guys were exchanging numbers. No. Wasn't that happening? I thought I thought that was happening. Yeah, I, told was, him, mm-hmm. I actually told him he moves out to reach out. Oh, that's right. Oh, the guy who was visiting from New York. Benny. Oh, that happened on the show. Right. Yeah. I thought that was after that. It was post-show. That's right. Yeah. So Benny is, uh, You got, have you kept in touch? No. <laughs> All right. Benny. I told him, hit me up when he comes out. So. Oh, did you say hit him up? Hit, hit, hit you up? up? Are you saying that because Suli's here? <laughs> <laughs> Should I catch you outside? <laughs> Get at me. <laughs> Holy shit. Holla at you, boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want his digits? <laughs> you fuck. What the shit? What's his Addy? <laughs> That's what the kids are saying. I don't know that one. Addy. What's your Addy? What's your Addy? A-D-D-Y, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Can't say address. That's too long. I don't yeah. have time for that bullshit. No. Hey, what's your Addy? What's your Addy, dog? What's your Addy? And that's also the girl on SNL, right? Isn't that the young girl's name? <laughs> Addy. Uh, Addy Bryant. Addy Bryant. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not I didn't to be see this week. with Addy Miles. It was not new this week. Oh, is that right? Right? It was a rerun, right? Yeah, it was a repeat. Yeah. Oh, that explains why it wasn't talked about nonstop on social media the next minute. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that explains why our president chose other things to have a meltdown about. <laughs> How about his rally? No tie. No tie. Yeah. How long do you think that conversation was about does he wear a tie or not a tie? Like, you know, go, I, go out there. Be one of the people. People yeah, don't exactly. wear ties. Yeah, exactly. It's a weekend. Right? That's yeah. Right? It's a Saturday. Yeah. You're at uh, White House South or whatever they're <laughs> If they it. call it that one more time, I'm going <laughs> to go know. there and right. lop off some fingers so nobody right. types that again. Holy and shit. I want to know how much they paid the blacks for Trumps the, oh, yeah, there. They, they, the, they had to get papered right? up. Well, there's a crazy story about that dude because, like, there's a website apparently, and like, someone wrote an article about that guy. I think it's just one guy. Basically, it's a, a gang member, or a cult member. What is it? I think he's, he's just he's just a crazy man, and right. and uh, he had a website, but it goes down, it leads you down this rabbit hole if you uh, if you try to like look it up. Which I didn't do because I'm in enough rabbit holes with right. this Trump Don't situation. Disagree. Right, right. Christ, how much more do we have? And then there's like I've never read more Russian names in an article than I have in the last. <laughs> and, week. Which is amazing about that, man. There's Rus- Russian name, Russian name, Russian name, Russian yeah. name. Uh, Manafort's uh, attached. Uh, yeah. Flynn's attached. This guy's bad. But Trump has no clue that the right. uh, that sure. nine thousand of his staff are invested. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, it's a. Uh, but yeah, I, I I choose my rabbit holes selectively now. I'm like, this sounds like a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go into I, this. I keep going back to what uh, Obama said, just in two words, when he's called him woefully unqualified. Like I, it's just so perfectly yes. yeah. explains exactly what we're experiencing right now. Yeah. We did are. you see the article over the weekend? CNN did it, where uh, people that were anti-Trump are now on board. <laughs> what, has he, what has he done that you go, yeah, you know what? He's shown me a lot in the past 30 days. What has he shown you? Wow, that is amazing. Right? Those are people who... I like, like the way he makes his wife flinch. <laughs> <laughs> that really resonates with me. <laughs> Like, I, is it just people who, like, they watched Fox News but weren't fully indoctrinated until – and then they're like, well, he won. I guess I got to get I on board. I guess so, man. Because they're pushing, like, all sorts of crazy, like, alternate reality stuff where it's like he's doing a good job. You look at how much he's done. Look at how much right. he's accomplished. Right. He's accomplished nothing right. but, he's and yet done everyone. terrible things. He's, he's horrible. <laughs> yeah. He's horrible. All right. Well, listen. All right. Let's go back to uh, Garen. I know we got off on a, a political rant there. It happens. We'll do from time to time on this program. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, hang on, Garen Cockrell. Now, Garen, oh, Garen, you were upset. I know what I wanted to talk to Garen about. What? Is you, you had some meltdown. Some, there was a joke <laughs> on a sitcom or something. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, God. That yeah. you had a meltdown about. Yeah, I, the world is crumbling and you're mad at the real, or you're not mad. You're defending the real O'Neills for some reason. They, they made a joke about bisexuals and that girl from, uh, from Grey's Anatomy, who's got zero going on right now. Came out. Oh, I'm going to take my business and my brand elsewhere because ABC had a joke about bisexuals. Hmm. Now listen, Get over Garen, it. as a homosexual yourself, <laughs> you uh, are you did not find this joke offensive. No, but Garen's hard to offend. Like I don't think he gets to speak for everybody. I like him too. I like, like to think. <laughs> well, that's very convenient for us because we're very offensive, <laughs> and he like he rubber stamps it. But in reality, you see the Kellyanne Conway of the show. Yeah, sort of. Maybe the Robin Quivers. Ah, oh, there you oh, go. That's yeah. That's yeah, yeah, he allows everything. Yep. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I'm kind of tired of the. What was the joke? And can, can you reconstruct it? For he us? said. <laughs> he said, "Is there something wrong with him? Web toes, something else, or worse, bisexual, or something like that?" Is the character uh, like a, a guy who says offensive things? No, it's the lead. It's the main character who's a teenage gay kid. Oh. Is that show based in the 80s as well, or is that modern day? No, it's modern. I didn't know the main character on that show was gay. Oh, yeah, that's the whole premise. Yeah. I did, uh, wow, they did a great job of not telling anyone that because no, I... No, it's, it's right on the thing. It's right uh, on the, the, the initial that. billboards. All, I, Look at this queer, I think is what the <laughs> billboard said. With an arrow pointing on to him. I thought, I thought that meant it was British. Ah, <laughs> uh, fan. Um, yeah, fan. I, I, I somehow missed that. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. It's not crazy that they did that. It's crazy that it didn't somehow... That that somehow you me. missed the right. whole it's, arc of what the show's it about. It seems like that should have been... Uh, By the fact... I, I, maybe I'm out of it. Fuck that. I mean, I, I didn't even hear it. But the fact that it's... It's not... A, it's, it, what, oh, okay. It's a joke. <laughs> Your point is it's, it's a joke. It's a joke on a situation comedy. Yeah. On uh, a show that's... I think it's an important show because of the way it portrays a gay kid and a religious family. And it's really funny. I might have watched that show if I had known that's what it was about. I didn't it's, get what it was about. Yeah, I know. You're, don't watch it. It's very offensive. <laughs> well, now I'm never going to watch last it. One I'm boycotting it. I'm ABC. taking my business elsewhere. Yeah. Right. I'm going to close it's, my Nordstrom's account and I'm going to stop watching actresses. What's that? When it offends actresses, you know you've crossed oh, the line. good Christ. <laughs> now, who, who, who was it? That it, who am I keeping this from? Um, <laughs> Sarah Ramirez. Oh, there's that's I don't know. Callie and Grizzly. Can you? I, I, this is. I'm saying this 90 percent for humor. Can you be offended if you're bisexual? 
I mean, you're enjoying all life. You're enjoying everything. <laughs> yeah. How could you've you be got offended? multiple options? Right. Right. How if c- anything, I think it validates the fact that you can't make a choice or choose not to yes. or don't want to. Right. You can't just you can't choose yeah, anything. You can't, you can't choose to be offended. You can't choose anything else. Right. This this in itself is offensive. I don't disagree. <laughs> but that. it's not like it was a transsexual joke or if it wasn't anti-gay or anti I don't understand. I kinda, it actually seems to support the fact that you're not making a decision. I think that uh, also Garen backs this up, although, like I said, he's very permissive with, <laughs> with the jokes that we make. But uh, but if you are if the character is gay, then that character has more leeway to say something that might. I think be, the gay guy could say worse right? yet, bisexual. Right. That's, that's what, a funny joke. I feel like that's that's sort of the operating assumption in all I'm sure we're going to get tweeted about like, how like we're the wrong. way like like Billy Eichner makes jokes that you and I can't make and that's fine. Right, because we're not as funny. <laughs> that, would be, that would be the reason behind that. Sir, sir. <laughs> Sarah Chalk's having trouble at Target. Your thoughts? Wait, what? Target. Sarah Chalk's Sarah having Ch- trouble. Sarah Chalk, sir. Sarah Chalk. At Target, she's having trouble. <laughs> you and I do the best Billy Eichner we impression. Will, we will take any excuse to just rip off his bit. Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, yes, Elliot, your thoughts? Well, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a straight white man. Which, by the way, here, here, uh, here, here. Let's 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 celebrate that for a half a second. We, none of us should have any dog in this fight. But go right ahead. Well, from what I understand from oh, things I've read, is that gay people have given bisexual people a hard time for a long time because there's like make a choice. You're ruining our political uh, agenda by not saying you're gay. And there's there have been there's been apparently violence against bisexuals by gay people for that reason. So that might be why some bisexual people would find that not awesome. All right. Well, listen, we appreciate your input on this. I'd ask you to shut up in the future. Uh, thank you for. But did you now? Did you were, did you bring all those sponges with you to sop up the fun we were having? Uh, no, but I brought a wet blanket. Yeah. No shit. No, no. I, I actually appreciate you saying that. Of course. I, yeah, it's a good point. That's uh, a very good point. Now, Garen, you're in the homosexual community. Have you beaten up any bisexuals? <laughs> you guys go out, is it like cow tipping for you guys? I've never beaten up anybody. What's that? I've never beaten up anybody. You've never beaten up a person in your life? I don't know. You ever, ever thrown a punch? An I've o- gotten into one fight. And I, 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 by the way, I've never thrown a punch. Me neither. Uh, well, I, I, once, but I won't get into it. I uh, hit this kid in the back of his head with a textbook. What? Several times. <laughs> what? And he was bisexual. And he, Maybe. For the sake of our conversation today, let's say he was. Yeah, sure. What did he do that? What set you off? I don't think anything. I think I just did it. Wait, what? what? I think I got egged on. Like, do it. You're a, you are a staunch anti-bully advocate. This was in seventh grade. Oh, so it sounds learned. like that's when so, we bully. Yep, exactly. Yeah. That's when bullying is at, is at its finest. Yeah, it was the worst thing I've ever done to somebody. And then we fought for like a second, and then we talked like nothing on the bus that. that, that hmm. Oh, but don't you feel bad to this day? I never forgot it. Have you ever looked him up on Facebook to apologize to him? His, I don't remember his last name. You know, in going through those notes that you uh, compiled for me, I saw the one where there was the kid that I was uh, the, the kid that I the one kid I ever bullied just uh, because I wanted the cool kids to like me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Where it's like, yeah, I I wanted to reach out and apologize to him, and I went to him, and he was a right wing alt right <laughs> nut job oh, with boy. you know kill kill n. And oh, shit like that. Wow. Like, no, we, whoa. We're good. Whoa. <laughs> you know yeah. what? You're not getting my bully apology, right. you right. close minded asshole. Did that kind of validate you, though, a little bit? Like, see, I was right. <laughs> like, I knew I wish, this guy was wrong. I wish I could I take had to stomp him out. <laughs> yeah. You're like a time traveler. Yeah. You're like going to take him out before he causes trouble. Time after, what's the name of the new show? Time after time? Time the time? Oh, time. Uh, was it, was there gonna, Jack Ripper or something? That's not the name of it at all. Jack the Ripper. I don't know. Uh, crap. I, I watch it too. I can't remember the name. Time, it is time something. 
it's, I thought it was new. Is no. it time sensitive? Oh, yeah. It's not even out yet. Well, there is a time travel. But there is a time one that's out with that. Remember, the Hindenburg was in the... Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's I watch timeless. it, and I can't think of it. Timeless. That's timeless. Yeah. Sully doesn't watch anything. It's too busy yeah. making films. No, I don't. I, <laughs> time after time. Is time after time, the great Cindy Lauper song. They named right. uh, I love that song. Let me ask you a question. Great What's song. your favorite Cindy Lauper song? So these are, it probably would be Time After Time. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, it, it is nice. It just makes me feel like... Yeah, it makes me feel special. Makes me feel bisexual. <laughs> oh boy, look out! Don't tell Garen. You're gonna get a book to the back of your head. Is uh, that who wrote that song? That was not one of hers, was it? I believe. I, I want to say it's not it, Eric Brazilian. Hmm. You or, really know who wrote that song? Yeah. Wow. I want to say, look it up, please, Garen. Well, and then, or no, is it Tom Kelly? Is it a Tom Kelly production? <laughs> no, I think it's Eric. It's Eric so and so, and he co-wrote it with another guy. And if if Garen gives me the initials, I can tell you who it is. And so, because Prince wrote another song on that album, right? That's uh, uh, Cindy Lauper's album. Nothing good. Not, no, 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 don't. no. That's that's Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Another wrote, good song. Another good one. What Agreed. Is what is it? It uh, is, and it's a great song. Yeah. Um, he wrote. Didn't you write two on that album? Maybe. Who wrote? It's a it's a duo. It is right. It, is is it, it Tom Kelly? No. All right. So I am right. It's Eric something. Nope. It's not. Mm-mm. Give me the initials. You got a CL. And you got an RH. No, I'm out. Who is it? Cindy Lauper. Oh. And, and, and Rob. Uh, it's not Helford. That's a guy from Judas Priest. Rob. It, it, but it's close, right? You're close. It's Rob. He might get popped. He might get popped. What does that mean? Is this Rob more street, street lingo of yours? Catch <laughs> <laughs> <Touch> him outside. <laughs> Rob. He's from the Hooters. Rob, what is it? Hyman. Yeah, Rob Hyman. Oh, so he now I'm disgusted. He might Garen. get popped. Garen. And by the way, I think Eric Brazilian also, I think there's three writers on that, and he's not getting credited, because those two write together, Eric and Rob. Sounds like you got the inside story on this co Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, what did Prince write? What, what, what was the uh, tune that he wrote? Oh, I was wrong. I thought he wrote All Through the Night. He did not. Oh, that's all another good one. All Through the Night. Yeah. That whole album is yeah. great, by the way. I just listened to that on vinyl. Rainbow-colored vinyl. Ooh, nice. 180 grams. Looks nice. nice on the turntable. Sounds wonderful through the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, just give me the track listing. I'll tell you which one he it is. Wrote, yeah, give us the track listing. That's a better way to do it. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Okay. Side A. Money yep. changes everything. Money changes everything. The true or false? When I saw her in concert, she opened and closed with that song. Really? Weird. Yeah. That just she meant she only was about had to get paid. Nine songs. Oh, when you saw her back then? I saw her. Yeah. Really? It's still weird that that's the one she opened and closed with, not Girls Just Want to Have Fun. You want to hear that twice? I don't want to hear any of them twice. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess I would hear Tom. Tom it was Tom strange twice. that she did. I think Money Changes Everything is like a, a subtle metaphor for right. I'm doing a gig, I'm going to get paid, mm, yeah. and this changes everything. And uh, here's a second chance to uh, yeah. acknowledge the fact. Did she mix it up at the end? Like, was it a little different arrangement? No, it was the exact what the, same. Was it a mistake? No. She didn't do the salsa version? No, she didn't, <laughs> she didn't jazz it up at all. She didn't do the, the DJ Suede remix? Right. <laughs> Catch her outside. All right, next song. Girls just want to have fun. Now, listen, that's true. They just want to. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do. Even Give the, the initials of this uh, right around that, please. Even the Cash Me Outside girl R-A. just wants to have fun. What is it? R-A. It's not the same guy. No, this is uh, Robert. Mm-hmm. It's Robert Hillman? He's a danger. Hazard. Robert Hazard. That's right. Yeah. Go on. Next. 
When you were mine. That's that, it. that was it. That's when you were mine. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, his demo, I think, is on one of those. Yeah, Prince, he did that version himself. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that Prince version. Yeah, did so. you ever spend time with Prince, Sully, and all of your uh, writings and stuff here in Hollywood? Not writings, but I did go to a show in Hollywood, and he showed up, and uh, he brought his own uh, seat cushion. <laughs> In the shape of a symbol. No way! Yes. No, he did yes, not. Yes, he did. Oh, man. And it was coordinated to his outfit. That what? Was, yes. How many and seat cushions does he have then? Who knows? I mean, that's only... A, you probably have to take a tour of, of the mansion in, in Paisley oh, yeah, Park we, Right, we go to the uh, museum. But now. he had his own seat cushion, uh-huh. and he was upstairs, and people found out that Prince was there, and so they would go up these stairs just to look at him. And I remember he was uh, sitting down and he was sucking on a lollipop, (laughs) which is fantastic. Um, Oh, you know what? I did have another another interaction with him. When I was writing on The Tonight Show, he's friends with he was friends with Jay Leno, which Wait, what? that seems like an odd huh. pairing. Yeah. What? That's I mean, you you can't make that up, but he was, they were friends. Yeah, what kind of what kind of yeah. do you have? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure which impression I was doing just yeah, then. Right now, but it yeah. felt we but knew it, what it was. It was both of them. It's a couple of high point uh, so he guys. Did, he did a week of shows. He played on The Tonight Show for a week straight, like Monday through Friday. And it was the most amazing thing uh, because he was that that was his outlet to get his his new music out there. And uh, he even did a concert at lunch for free for all the NBC employees. So I got to see Prince for lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He got paid for it. It was the most amazing thing. Damn, that's awesome. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty good. And uh, he drove. I remember he drove like Jay's parking spot is right in front of the old Tonight Show over in Burbank. And so Jay would drive a different car to the lot every day. Uh, Prince drove a lavender-colored Bentley Coupe that was fantastic. Yes. So I took a picture in front of his Bentley Coupe, and I still have that picture. So that was my... That was... Yeah, Prince Prince hooked it up that way. These are both great... uh, Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the Prince seat cushion, great way to disguise the fact that you're just dealing with hemorrhoids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, this looks cool. <laughs> you think he had the roids? Yeah, I think so. I think that was his solution. Do you think it was that, or do you think he needed the seat cushion to bump him up a little bit? Oh, Maybe. As a Could tiny be. man, I, I know his plight. Yeah. He was about your height, right? No, he's much shorter than you. No, he's shorter. shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, I want to say 5'1". I remember, I remember too, um, seeing him in person. Uh his hair was more stylish than women's hair. Like, I was like, whoa, dude. Like, you've got fantastic lady hair. Okay. And, and that was really impressive to me. Like, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was beautiful. It was a, he was a great man. We yeah. lost him last year, didn't we? Yeah. The Purple King. The Purple King, Except Jimmy top. calls him for some reason. <laughs> I called him the Purple King once. And then I'd say, what did I, I said, I go, well, he is the Purple King. Or, Prince. He's probably Prince. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's more accurate. It's more accurate. It's right in the name. Like, what an idiot. I'm an idiot. Silly. All right. You so, bumped him up. You rewrote his name. Right. Well, he deserves it. Yeah, he does. He does, he does mean, deserve it. Right? Yeah, he, he was too humble, I guess. One of the greatest <laughs> guitarists of all time. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, give us the next uh, track on this. Time after time. Time after time, of course, written by the aforementioned guys. Next. Side B, she bop. She bop. Dream bop. Marie bop. You know that that's actually about masturbation. Everybody knows it. <laughs> Next. Five writers on that song, by the way. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they spent four hours jerking off while one guy wrote it. All Through the Night. All, All Through the, the night. night. Who's that written by? Two guys? Another good one. Nope. Who's written? Give me the initials. JS. JS? Oh, that's John Simpson. Go ahead. Next. Witness. <laughs> 
Was it really John Simpson? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote it? Oh, Jules, Jules Shear. Jules it's Jules Shear. Wow. Thank you. Nice pull. Uh, all the, and then the next one is Witness, which is a great song. Yep. Next. I'll Kiss You. I'll Kiss You is a great song. He's so unusual. Yeah, that's just a little... Uh, Interstitial. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're into the part of the album I never listened to. It, like. <laughs> it was, uh, that was very much a side A listen to. You would sure. listen to side A like sure. crazy and, and then every then now and then side B. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, well, Garen, great job on that. Uh, <laughs> we check in with uh, Elliot Hopper. He's over there at Master Control. Uh, he's uh, from Palms, California. He's sporting a new, uh, may mention of this, He's got uh, Gene Simmons like facial hair going on today. Yeah, wow. It's uh, Elliot. It, Stand up for a second. What you've got going on? Oh yeah, is dynamite. Yeah, oh, thank you. It is it, the hair and the facial hair looks better than it's ever looked. It looks great. Yeah, I think the hair. As funny. a reminder, I'm a flawed man, <laughs> but I can judge others. Oh, I, I always appreciate your haircuts. You're very particular. It looks the same. I know, but you found a thing that you like. And you I don't like it. it. Don't you wish to God I could grow it out and look like Chris Hardwick and have fucking millions? <laughs> I, think I think it's my hair that's cut me back. Yeah. And, and my ability to love others. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, what? Uh, now we've, we didn't, you didn't have that beard a week ago. That's correct. Yeah. It's growing fast, brother. Fast Shut up. It's not a full sentence. <laughs> it looks great. Can we agree on that? I agree. I agree. So your thoughts. I like it. I like it. You've never seen Elliot you know, before. I've never seen him before, but when he stood up and I saw his face and hair, I thought, that man needs a hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> it would complete the look. He's going to do a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. I got a sandwich in a bag over here. Yeah. By the you way, do? how'd you like yeah. that sandwich? Or did you not good. Eat? No, I had half of it. Wait, what? I got him a sandwich for lunch, and I just I basically just picked the sandwich for him. He was like, I don't know, some chicken. I was like, how about the not-so-fried? And he was like, okay. What does that mean? It's uh, at Mendocino Farms. They have a, a chicken sandwich that's like chicken breast sliced, and then they put little crunchies on top of it to sort of, I guess, simulate like what fried chicken tastes like. But it's kind of a deconstructed fried chicken. Have you had it? Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Your, your thoughts good. on that? Yeah. And it comes with it. a barbecue sauce. Well, yeah, it's got sauce. a nice, uh, yeah. it's got some kind of slaw. Some kind of slaw. <laughs> a bit of a slaw in there, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sully. A dash of slaw. Thank you. <laughs> well, good for you. You enjoyed your sandwich then? Yeah. I understand you had half of it. Yeah, I didn't have time to. I see. Well, yeah, you were too busy not doing anything behind that, so we had to wait for you. Uh, he's got a whole new setup there that he I know. spent a week building. And I had to talk to somebody in Tokyo to get it to work. Is that true? You yeah, talked to a Tokian? Gosh. Yeah, well, he was actually... <laughs> I'm going to say he's from Australia, but in the Tokyo office of okay. uh, the company that makes one of the pieces of equipment. And you, you're setting this up. This is Today is a trial run for the equipment that's going to be used at Parkcastify. That is correct, sir. And it will also live here after that. So, yes. Great. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the viewer will have already noticed differences. Is that true? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm finally going to do things the way that I have, had hoped I could do, but my other equipment wouldn't quite get there. Well, we're, uh, we welcome all uh, uh, advancement on our program. <laughs> but, 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 but I will also warn the, I will also apologize to the viewer because there may be some things that aren't necessarily quite up to snuff uh, just because I'm still working out some bugs. Is his microphone on? I think he's, so. He's controlling his own level now. That's another oh, well, thing should that I change. Should I turn it up? Is yeah. that better? Or, just, Whoa. or lean in. All right. Well, yeah, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, but not the lean in and the <laughs> Don't creepy do both. way. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, all right. Well, listen, I, I look forward to seeing the new uh, footage and seeing how uh, the, the change is here. Awesome. <laughs> Matt, how are you? Hello. Wait, anything else of import happened over the weekend? I don't know. Probably. What does that mean? What about you and your lady friend? You guys go dancing? 
Uh, we did not go dancing, although um, we. What a we weird didn't question. T- was that on the table? That's why it was a fun question for me. That was a good question. Yeah. Goes out and get, does it. It does seem like something they would do. Doesn't it? That, yes. it does she seem definitely like... wants to go dancing at some point. Where would you guys go? Like the Brown Derby? Is that what's called? The Derby? Does the Derby exist? Yeah. Is that still a thing? I don't know. There is one somewhere. Is the Derby gone? Yeah, it was over like Silver Lake-ish, right? Yeah, you'd yeah. go and you'd yeah. do your, uh, the Cherry Poppin' Daddies would be playing ad nauseum and you'd spin around. And... Isn't there like a bank there now or something? Well, there's one near Koreatown. Yeah, there's a Koreatown version. Oh, that is also not a Brown Derby anymore. I don't know if it's open or not anymore. It's not the Brown Derby. That's different. It's the Derby. Brown well, Derby it's, was... it's, it's shaped like a Derby. It's shaped like a hat. The Brown Derby was a restaurant. That was a restaurant that, that uh, like the Rat Packers and yeah, stuff Yeah, that's would a go 40s. Yeah. That, and that's on mm-hmm. in Hollywood, right? No, that's. I think that's also gone. I think it was okay. originally like on La Cienega or something. Was it? I don't think oh, it was boy. ever open when I lived here. It's been no, gone no, it's time. been gone a while. But yeah. then I think there was one in Pasadena too. Are okay. there four people who know less about restaurants called Derby? <laughs> but let's right. talk about it at <laughs> right, length. Exactly. We're going to work this out, guys. We're going to figure it out. We have the information <laughs> right. amongst the four of us. We just have to suss it. Now wait a minute. Now you've worn a hat, right? <laughs> uh, sure. Not okay. A, not a Derby. Not a Derby. I used to own a Derby. You I, did. Yeah. I, I wear fedoras. I used to. Does that help? Wait, what? <laughs> like for real or? Well, like back when fedora, the the the, the short brim fedora was in style for a couple years. I, I had one. Everyone had one. Don't look at me like that. You had one. Everyone had one. <laughs> I think you just stare at Matt and watch as he just, keeps saying that. I know. I, I had one. Everyone had one. You had one. Everyone had one. Okay, I had Suli, one. Suli, did you have one? No, I didn't. God damn it. The closest thing I had to a fedora was a Von Dutch hat. What's a Von Dutch? Is that the... Oh, that's a trucker hat. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was a little... Yeah, I was a little... I was a little douchey. Those are, yeah. That's yeah. not you at all, man. I know. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Sometimes you can't stop a thing. Yeah, you get caught up in it. Yeah, yeah. this guy wore fedoras. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody knows about not stopping something. <laughs> like when Urban Outfitters was still a place you would walk into and yeah. be like, oh, what is this now? This is cool. You know, really, you didn't have one of those little you know like my, Frank Sinatra? You know I bought every hat You're the most rat packy guy I know. I don't look good in a hat. But you would look good in that one. No, I wouldn't. Like a it looked it's horrible. Like a Ask my wife. I. You know what? Oh, I'm going to bust you hard on this one, buddy. Whoa. You had Ooh. one of these hats, and you wore it to Zoe's first birthday party. Yes, I have the photos. Is that? No way. <laughs> yes, I do. You are, this, is going, this is going on Twitter when I get home. Did I really? Yes. Yes. Why is he going, why Twitter? Why was, he, was he smiling when he had the... Yeah, he on? looked very happy. The happiest I've ever seen him. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Where was that at? Remember at my old place in West Hollywood, with Zoe's first birthday party, was in the front yard of that, that And I wore that a fedora? I swear to God. Yeah. Oh, boy. I cannot wait to pull this photo. I can't wait to see the photo either. This is like so long ago that like I don't it's not wouldn't be on my phone. It's like it's like just on a computer somewhere. This photo. I understand. It's it's in my photos. (laughs) I I wish somebody was at your home because I would love to see it. Well, I will send it to you as soon as I, I look can forward to it. I know you brought Twitter into this for some reason. I don't know why this needs to be tweeted out. <laughs> well, when the show goes up, when this episode goes I, yeah, up, exactly. I will give approval if this can get tweeted. No, out. I think it has to happen. You stay out of this. <laughs> the best thing I need is you get involved. The world needs to see. As a quasi filmmaker, <laughs> you're a filmmaker, quasi comedian. Yeah. What? Um, all right, now, all right. Good luck to you. Right? Yes. Any, wait, you went in, you didn't. No, what are you talking but, about. Uh, you would have moved on to me by now. You were so flustered by this information about the hat. <laughs> you're now you're going backwards around the horn. I haven't moved on to you. We're talking about him about dancing. But you said to me, Matt, how you doing? I emotionally did not. No, actually, that did happen. But I, then you then you said, wait, were we done with you? That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Garen, have you looked up the Derby? Are any of these still open? They're closed. They're Derby all closed. closed in 2012. Whoa. The Derby? Did? Derby closed in 2012. Okay. So where do these guys go to uh, uh, live in to a different To take a lady era? friend and have some fun? Yes, in there's a some, different era. There's some dance There's some dance clubs and things. You can you can find it if you try. I liked everything about that except the people. <laughs> like, they were waiting. They they, it was almost clicky. Like you walked in and if you oh, didn't God. have the exact costume on. You that they were wearing? Yeah. I, yeah. I will give you the exact my exact response Anytime I've ever asked if I would like to go dancing, and then I say, well, I'm not really very good. Oh, well, they have lessons at the beginning, right? They tell right. you that. Okay. Uh, I went with a friend, you know, a decade ago to, to learn salsa dance. I'm like, all right, fine. So we go there, and the guy's like, all right, here's the first step. And the first thing is, you know, it's pretty easy, whatever it was. And then he goes on to the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one. And I'm still going, wait, I don't have the timing of the – and right. I can't do – but you're, you're dipping. I don't uh, – uh, uh. And and that just kind of ruined the whole process yeah. for me. And you're a guy with rhythm, like you're I a guy that rhythm. could, yeah, all right. But you've got yeah. a lot of what it takes to get along. As a reminder, if you don't have the rhythm, it eventually it will get you. Oh, Matt, what? Matt, when will that happen? Tonight. There we go. Oh, okay, well, that I'll is just wait a for that. running joke on this show that may or may not need to stop. <laughs> uh, Matt Belknap, how are you? Hello. All right, listen, I'm guests. doing great now that I've remembered this picture. I'm going to <laughs> Yeah, your whole energy is I'm changed. so excited. It's like you have power. I like, wait. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't wait to see it. I, I mean this sincerely. I can't wait to see it because I want to see if I looked okay in it. I might even have a uh, have it on a hard drive in the office back there. As a reminder, I also have a hard on. Yeah, that does not play into this. <laughs> you don't know where I keep my hat. Although you may have a hard on in the picture, too. I'm not sure. I, you said I was smiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, anything important to happen over the weekend? It was a, a very four-day weekend. Very quiet. Did you have four days? My son no. had four days. Three day, but but uh, but Zoe Burbank schools had the f- previous Monday off also for some reason. Huh? It was just like teacher conferences, or not even teacher like teacher. I don't know what they were doing. They were doing something amongst themselves. I see. So she had two consecutive Mondays off, which was. Let me ask you a question. You yeah. think it's like Fight Club? <laughs> oh, maybe. It's very possible. Yeah. You think your teacher wins that fight? Um, against I think anybody? She, I think she could scrap. You talking about Zoe's her current teacher? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she could get down. She got a chance. Yeah, I'm using I'm using the street lingo now. <laughs> are you? She could get down. Yeah. I don't know if you are. Maybe very very light. A very light season. from 1978. <laughs> right. Get down on it. Yeah, I don't know. Can she throw hands? Oh, that yeah. was boy. That was a yeah. phrase for a while. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna, don't make me throw hands. Right. And everybody used it. Like right. that was like that was like the same as not. Which yeah. our president's bringing back strong. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he loves yeah. it. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. Not. You're the president. Of the- <laughs> Take it away from grandpa. So lame. Oh, my God. Is it horrible? Uh, Sully McCullough is our guest. He's a longtime friend who is a, a terrific comedian. There <laughs> Did it you hurt? Are, no. Did it hurt to say I mean, it? it's sincerely very funny. Yeah. Wonderful. But then, you, but then you ended up going more behind the scenes. I did. Um, I started writing and wrote on The Tonight Show and wrote on Lopez Tonight and a bunch of other shows. And uh, I still did stand-up all throughout that time, but, you know, I, I had a day job. But you don't do stand-up at all anymore, right? No, no, I do it still. Oh, you still do? Yeah, I still do it. Yeah. Actually, I've been doing a lot more, like, kind of underclubs and just... So I can just experiment what does that and mean have by under club. Just you know, places where they probably shouldn't be doing comedy. Okay, <laughs> but then you. Uh, but then don't. Is it other uh, seasoned guys like yourself, or is it a bunch of open uh, micers? Yeah, here no. Comes like there's um, you know, there's some places that I work. Like Neil Brennan has a great room in Santa Monica. Oh. I do his show quite a bit, and what I like about that show is you're encouraged to do new stuff and take risks. And I started doing it a couple years ago, and I really like it because. 
I'm trying not to cheat the game and mm-hmm. talk about what's going on. Good for you. You know what I mean? But so, you don't travel anymore. You don't do... I mean, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, lately I've been lucky enough to have, you know, these, these cushy job, gigs yeah. in town. So that keeps me in town. I, you know, drive onto a lot. And, and this is how I know things are different. Because I remember when I first started, it was nearly impossible to get on the lot. And now the guys that work security couldn't be happier to see me. Like, it's, <laughs> it's frightening how excited they get uh-huh. in the morning. They're like, there he is. <laughs> so it's, it's, things change. Mm-hmm. Do you think you were left out initially because of your color? Wow. That's, <laughs> what happened? Too serious? <laughs> well, you guys all shut down on me. Holy shit. Because I, I don't I, mean it. I, I, know. I know you don't mean it, but in this current climate. It was a little too like, it real. Felt, it felt, uh, yeah. Let, um, me, let me rephrase it. Though. Okay. Do you think it was because of your color? <laughs> Something very similar. Oh, does it, oh, it sound similar? <laughs> yeah. What if I was wearing a hat? Would that change this at all? Just try, yeah, try it with a hat. Try You'd be hat. happier when you That's it. what I heard. I yeah. heard it happiest I've ever been. <laughs> You'd be your happiest. Uh, I don't disagree with that, by the way. When you, you when you go to the, a lot, let's call it 15 years ago, it seemed like a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. I mean, I forever had a hard time getting on yeah. the lot. And now, like I said, now it is so easy. Like, it couldn't... I actually, when I first got this job... I think I was going back to that early time. So when I would go on the lot, I was already like defensive. Yeah. And, and they'd be like, hey, man. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's changed. I always, like, when, even when I worked at Conan, uh, I would every day I'd have to show my thing. And they would, yeah. they would be pleasant. But then you'd see Ellen show up because we'd be on the same lot. And, yeah. and they, you know, just yeah, wham right, it through, wham right, it through. Right. It was like, oh, one day. Yeah. One day yeah, I one won't day have to I'll stop have and yeah. have you remember you saw me yesterday. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right, Sula McCullers. Now, you, so you mentioned your 12-year-old. You have a 12-year-old daughter. I have, no, my daughter's 19. Hi, my sir. daughter's no. a, uh, wow. yeah, I have a 19-year-old. Yeah, whoa, hey, <laughs> easy. Yeah, my, my daughter's a freshman in college. Actually, this weekend, I went to go visit her because it was parents' weekend. She goes to school in Atlanta at Spelman College, which is a historically black college, yeah. or what they like to call a, a HBCU. Historically black college university? No. Yes, something like that. I don't know. Well, they can't. College university. H- HBCU <laughs> is what they. I don't. I don't. HBCU. Look, I have. I have on a, a shirt. Look at that. That's from her college right there. It says oh, this cool. is. Yeah, come on. And it's a Black History Month T-shirt. So eh. maybe my career was stopped because. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're nineteen. And what is she majoring in? Uh, she. Wants to study political science, but then over the weekend I heard her say her major was English. So she she pulled the switcheroo. Yeah, but did she tell you that, or you you overheard her talking? Well, she was talking to somebody else, and she said English. Like the last time I was there, she said political science. So she's she's figuring it out. What made her pick that school? Out of curiosity, Uh, she went to a private school in the valley, uh, and then she um, was going to go to Cal Lutheran. Spellman or SC, and thankfully she didn't get into SC because that's very expensive. Okay, uh, and I went to UCLA, so that that would have been hurtful for me. Sure, <laughs> um, she thought about going to Northridge, but then I don't think she wanted to stay here and had a chance to experience Atlanta. And I'm glad she made that decision because she grew up here. She grew up, you know, yeah. near the business. Got to move. Yeah, you got to yeah. go. You got to go. <clears throat> go do your thing. Go, go, go. Cash outside. <laughs> Play the song. <laughs> what? Uh, wait, did, am I nuts then? But didn't you say you had a 12? And then my son is 12. My son, son is 12. Is 12. Yeah, okay. my son is 12. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So I have two. I just have two. 
Wonderful. But, yeah. And that's, uh, by my math, seven years apart. Yes. Uh, 12 is, well, what is that, sixth grade? He's in the uh, sixth grade, yes. Yeah. But that's junior high. This is how they do it now where – Fifth grade is the end of elementary school. Sixth grade starts junior high. When you grew up, I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought that up. I'm glad it's a strong word. <laughs> um, now, when you grew up, for me, we went K through eight. And, oh, really? And then high yeah. school. See, we didn't do that. You did what, seventh and eighth did, grade? We did K through five and then junior high, which was just seventh, uh, K, K through six. And then, and then seven, junior eight. high, seven, eight, and then high school. Which we did is, not do that. No, wow. And where are you from again? I'm not comfortable with you knowing that. Chicago, for the most. Oh, okay. South right. suburbs of okay. Chicago at that okay. point of my life. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I, I went to a private school that was K through nine, which is very strange. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. But it, but, but it was broken up by... Like, uh, you go up to fifth, and then you go into a new building, and then the new building is, like, more like junior high or yeah. whatever. So, six through nine was, like, a different, sort of a different school, but mm. same teachers. I mean, there was overlap, but you kind of felt like you had moved on to something else. Right. Um, and where'd you grow up, Sully? I, I was born here in Los Angeles, but I grew up in Northern Cal. Uh, my junior high was across the street from Apple Computer. I don't know if you've heard of it. I'm not. No. <laughs> Cupertino. No. Yeah, Cupertino. That's where I'm from, Cupertino. Oh, cool. And so I, I went to high school there and then spent two years at San Jose State and then transferred to UCLA. Wonderful. Yeah. And you, my... uh, did you, wait, so where, did you start comedy here or up north? I wanted to start up there. Uh, they did a, a comedy contest at San Jose State where it was one of those searches, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Doritos and Certs sponsored. I remember that. Yes. Well, I remember so that. So that's – they had the competition, but they held it in our school pub, and I wasn't old enough to be in the pub, so I couldn't enter the contest. And so I remember the way our pub was set up, they had these windows where if you were in the pub, you could look out and see people going to class – I stood outside the window and watched the comedy competition oh. thinking, man, one day I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. And then when I transferred to UCLA the next year, they did it again, and it was just sponsored by Doritos, and I entered the competition, but I didn't advance. But the second part of the competition was whatever school ate the most Doritos and saved the rappers, <laughs> you got a free concert by Jerry Seinfeld. Oh. And our school won. So Seinfeld did a concert. I was in the comedy club at UCLA, and four of us got to open for Seinfeld. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah. So so uh, did the show. We each did five minutes, and his managers were there, George Shapiro, and they came up to me afterwards. They said, we think you have a lot of talent, and gave me their card, and, and give us a call. And so that's how, that's how I got into stand-up. And you, did you call them? Yeah, but here's the thing. I didn't know who they were. And, and and I was skeptical that they might not be legit. Right. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, they're there with Jerry. Yeah, they're with Jerry. It would make sense. But no me thinking, ah, uh, this is a setup. This It couldn't happen this easy. Yeah. I called a friend, uh, Jordan Brady at the time, yeah. who was a stand-up and F- is now F- a director. A filmmaker. You know, filmmaker. He's a filmmaker. He's a filmmaker, filmmaker. We got a filmmaker. Yeah. So, <laughs> filmmaker <laughs> alert. We got it. <laughs> so I called him and I said, hey, you know. 
uh, Jerry Seinfeld's manager gave me his card and said, give him a call. Is he legit? Because <laughs> he was like the only and Jordan working. Went, We're done talking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he said, are you kidding? That's like one of the biggest comedy managers. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, I think I'm going to call him. <laughs> yeah, maybe and should. that's, yeah. And that's, that's sort of how and it did happened. he manage you then? Yeah. So he managed oh, he did? me. Yeah. I mean, it all worked out. Like it's it all ridiculous. worked out. Yeah. That's I awesome. mean, it's it, the way it worked out was, was, was bizarre. So I still had a year left of school. I started doing um, spots in the clubs in town, the, you know, the Laugh Factory and the Improv. And I, you know, started emceeing. And that was like, you know, like probably we probably met a little bit after that. Yeah. So I literally was I started in L.A. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, which and you the, succeeded, which is impossible. Yeah, I mean, really. it's, it is one of the toughest places to start. But I also think that it does give you good technique. You mm. know what I mean? Like you're. You know, I remember, you know, Seinfeld would do spots and Tom and Roseanne would be in and, you know, a lot of really strong, like Drake Sather would do spots all the time. So, like, I got to see all these phenomenal comics, you know what I mean? And so you learned... Like, if you're going to do this, you you better be unique. You better be good. Don't take the easy. Like, I just learned great technique. Mm-hmm. So that that's how I started. And that and it and it I mean, it seemed like when I think about it now, it, I don't know how it all worked out, but it worked out. It did. Yeah. I mean, I spent a lot of time in the back of the clubs just watching these great acts. And, you know, if I if I would tell anybody that's a great way to understand what you're getting into is see the best of the best. And, you know, I was lucky. I was lucky in that way. And you, I, I want to say we met at Igby's, but I could be wrong. Is that, that, is that, that might be about right. Yeah. yeah, that might be about right. Because, yeah, I was doing Igby's a lot. And yeah. That, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, around that time. I think it's like mid-90s. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah mid to yeah, mid to early 90s is like right when we were all yeah. doing it. And, uh, and then you, I, I want to say you are, if, if I'm not wrong... You were like me with it. You could go to the improv and then go to Largo mm-hmm. the next day. Like you could easily yeah. do the alt room yeah. and do the not alt room. Which, yeah, right. I mean, everything's an alt room these right. days. Right, yeah. Now it's yeah, yeah, it's a lot it's a lot wider in, in terms of what you can do. Like I think it's more about having your voice. Like I think that's the thing that really worked out well for me. It's like I I was very clear about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it was right or wrong, I at least was making a definitive choice. And and people seem to open up to that. I I love those. I loved early Largo. Yes, the old Largo is one of my favorite places to perform because Flanagan, who you know runs the new Largo as well, like the weirdest jokes that I wanted to do. Like when I would do a set and I would think, okay, this is a joke that I feel super passionate about. I don't know if they're going to get it. And after the set. That would be the joke that Flanagan would go, that thing that you did there, mm-hmm. that's hilarious. And I'd be like, yo, he gets it. Yeah. Like, So we were definitely, that was a, a very pro, take risks, do your thing room. At first. And then people started coming expecting a show. And then all of a sudden you had to do a set. Yeah, there, I, mean? I mean, towards the towards the end, it kind of got like that, yeah. where you definitely had to perform. Yes, um, but that's where working the other rooms helped too. Exactly. So I knew, yeah. you know, there was there were some alt comics that they could only do alt rooms yeah. because they just didn't have the the chops or the speed or you know. I think we worked. I mean, we worked up in Tahoe, which is. You know, it's beautiful, but it's a very tough room. Like, you have to have chops. And that's, did we work in Tahoe together? I think we did. I think we worked in Tahoe once. Who was it? Who else? 
I don't know who was with us, but I remember we worked together, and it, and it was one of those rooms. It was one of those weeks, like Tahoe. People go up there to get married or right. to hike or ski. Like mm-hmm. they're not thinking about what you're doing. <laughs> and if they happen to go to the comedy room, it's because they're cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it it was a tough room. Yeah. And um, I remember we did that room together, and like I was like, oh, cool. I'm I'm working with a dude that's got it, and and. You know, I, I just remember that being one of those times where it was like, oh, this is this is what you want if you're going to go on the road is to work with somebody yes. that is like minded and about the work. So I couldn't remember if it was there or Reno uh, where we worked, But yeah, it's Tahoe, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think but it was you know, Tahoe. I do, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember anything. So <laughs> you don't remember this hat. Right. <laughs> I worked. I worked. Oh, look great. In Tahoe. Well, that's why the shows were so good. They were great. Right? You know, you, I'm really you just complimenting the, the hat is what I'm doing. <laughs> it was a nice week for that hat. And you, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed a little bit of snow on that hat. It's so great if we found out that you performed in this hat for 10 years. <laughs> like, we have lots of pictures of this. I would love to wear a hat. I cannot be more clear about this. Like, wait, your first Tonight Show appearance was with this hat. What the hell? We've got an amazing new comic, and he's... I meant your only Tonight Show Thank you for clarifying. Thank you very much. I don't want anybody to think, oh, there's a second one out there I haven't seen. No, there is not. Don't go looking for that. One and done, baby. That's all that Jay wanted me to do. And you know what he was right to? He was right to... Yeah, he knew. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. When a guy sucks that badly in six minutes, we can't even get that guy a second shot. Uh, When did you write there? When were you? I was, oh, this is great. I was a writer there that year that they were phasing him out to bring Conan in, which is the most chaotic, turbulent year. Uh, President Obama had just got the nomination, uh, and so it was a campaign year. My first day there, John McCain was the A guest. And I remember uh, my office was, you know, the, the, there were 18 writers there. Oh, my gosh. And, and yeah, there was, I mean, they, they were covered. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my office was like down the hall and up a flight of stairs. Like I was literally <laughs> the black writer <laughs> on a show that didn't need a black writer. Right. And so day one, you know, I'm trying to get into the mix and, you know, I'm, I'm competitive. It's like I want to get jokes on the show. I'm here. I want to make a difference. So I'm, um, they had a, a, a policy where you would email your jokes into the secretary, then you would print them out on, on, and then hand walk them into Jay's office. And what was cool about that was almost like turning a term paper. So you had a chance to talk to him for a second and say why you wrote what you wrote. So I'm running my jokes over, and literally it's down the hall, and, and so I got to run over there. So I'm running these jokes over. I'm super excited. I bump into John McCain. All right. <laughs> he didn't have security. I bumped into him. Oh, no. Like, hard. Like, you know, like, this black dude bumping right. into a this presidential old, candidate. This old Vietnam vet. Yeah, exactly. And to John McCain's credit, he took the hit. He did. Took it hard. He took the hit. The I was like, yo, he's... He's a solid character. He was a POW. He can yes, handle you. he can handle me. I'm 118. He can handle me. I'm wiry, but yeah. So that was day one. Um, that was a really interesting year. Um, Obama ended up winning, of course. Wait, what's uh, up? Hold on. Hang on. Surely. <laughs> what? What? Obama won. Look it up. <laughs> talking about Senator Barack Obama? He That's was, right. He won. The, he became our president. Of the United States. Of the United States. I think we would have heard about that. I would have heard about no, that. No, it mean, happened. We don't, really, we don't really get involved in politics on the show. Oh, yeah, so but we, hey, guys. We don't I, pay attention that much. It's interesting. Oh, man. So oh, he, <laughs> while I was there, he, um, he appeared on The Tonight Show, and it was the first time a sitting U.S. president 
appeared on a late that. night yes. show. I remember that, yeah. I remember that night. And so I was thinking, yo, this is the best time to be here. I'm going to meet Barack Obama. We're going to play ball together. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> and so I found out from Jay uh, every morning they had this tiny kitchen, right? That was, I mean, where we do this podcast right now, mm-hmm. this is lavish compared to that kitchen. Okay. Tiny kitchen. Everybody passed through that kitchen. So I'm in that kitchen in the morning, and Jay goes to me and goes, uh, hey, you know, uh, President Obama's going to be on the show. And at first I thought he was messing with me, right? I was like, okay, cool, yeah. black writer. Right. You're, who's the guy I'd be most excited about? <laughs> you're, you're just giving it to me. Yeah. And so he, he tells me that he's going to be on the show. And so I'm like, yeah, that's hilarious, Jay. I'm going to go write some jokes in my office way down the way. Mm-hmm. So I go back to my office, and then all of a sudden, I see these really, really sec- serious Secret Service guys walking around, and I'm like, yo, this is going down. It's all going to be great. Um, by the time he was on the show... So wait, they came in advance. Oh, yeah. They got a... Even though you're on a lot that you need which to... Which you had trouble getting on. Which I had trouble <laughs> getting on. They still... You still got to secure it. Yeah, like, yeah. It, the president's coming. You know, it's a it's a it's a threat. And they probably did they do a background check for everybody? Well, there? yeah, they That's did that. You, yeah. yeah, they did that. Uh-huh. But here, I was still thinking, oh, I'm a writer. I'm going to have access. The day he did the show was like a Thursday, and Wednesday they told us, yeah, pretty much stay in your office all day. Oh, really? Yeah. So I I saw his motorcade, and outside of my office there was a sniper with a trained uh, weapon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking out to make sure the motorcade was good. So I left that week going, wow, the president is really well protected. Interesting. Yeah. And you, so you didn't get to meet him? No. Didn't, so Jay did, not, did fuck with you. Yeah, in the, he in really the did. <laughs> he got me all hyped up. Yeah. And I wrote a, a massive amount of jokes that week. I would imagine, right? Because yeah. I was hyped. You got the adrenaline flow, yeah, of course. exactly. Yeah. I was hyped. So oh, you think that they would have at least thrown you that bone? If you exactly. Get the black come guy, on. Let him say hello. Yeah, let him. Yeah, hey, look what on. we got, President. Come on. <laughs> come on. Right? Hey, look, we're diverse. <laughs> right? We got, go get him. Go get the guy. Get out here. He's great. <laughs> Just give him a few minutes to get down the hall. But he's here. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> we give him a special office. <laughs> what? Right? Oh, it's lavish, Mr. President. Uh... And so you were, were you there through the end I was of there, that? yes, for, for that whole year. Because at that time, they didn't know what was happening, right? And that was before he signed to do that 10 p.m. primetime mm-hmm. show. Uh, we didn't know about that until about the last two and a half to three months. And then literally, that became an audition to see if you were going to have a job after that. What? It was like a game show. Why? Yeah. You, but you already have the job. Why? No, I had the Tonight Show job, but that, when they I announced that. the 10 o'clock but show. But you're already all working there. Why would you have to prove because, yourself? I'm mad at them because on your behalf. Because they had a bigger budget for the Tonight Show than they did for the 10 p.m. show. In prime so time. They, yes. So they <laughs> let us know that they would not be taking all the writers. Okay. So it was a, you know, it was it was it was literally like a writing contest then. Wow. And so yeah. Let me ask you this. Huh? Did you make it? Uh I did not make it. Oh. But prior to getting hired there, I did George Lopez's pilot for his talk show and his talk show got picked up. So I left there and then went to go write on his show. And that staff was really great. The like at the time that was post writer strike, so they had the pick of the litter in terms of choosing 
the best writers. Chris right. McGuire was there. Yeah, like it was Chuck a great, Sklar. Chuck Sklar was CC, there. CC, I believe, right? Um, yes, that's right. CC, as we like to call him. Um, no, no, CC Pleasance. Wasn't CC Pleasance there? No, she wasn't there. Wasn't um, um, no, she wrote on the uh, the new Arsenio show. Uh, well, Dave Hansen is apologize. No, <laughs> Dave Hansen, uh, Danny Vermont, who wrote yeah. on Bill Maher's show. So we had a we had a really strong right. Uh, Lance Crothers, right, uh, right. aka Pootie Tang. Yeah, awesome. uh, it, I mean it was a great great writing staff. Yeah. So I left the Tonight Show and, and went to another writing job. Great. So that was good. That was all good. And then Jay, what happened to Jay? Jay ended up he just went away, right? Well, that well, primetime show didn't work, so he went away. No, not no. exactly. What no, happened no. then? No. Well, because I ended up working. For, I, I worked on Conan. I started day one in the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. Right. Yeah. And then what so happened? You, when, you, you might remember that you lost your job at one point. <laughs> well, we were all fired because Jay left on his job. Back. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, so this is just rehashing pain for <laughs> That's you. That's right. So, yeah, you're over at George Lopez and I was fired. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got your fired hero. too. I got fired too, though, from George Lopez's show. Oh, why? Why'd I did. You, why'd you get cut loose? Well, because things happen. Well, you know, you know why I got fired? Why? Because Jay Leno wanted his job back. Well. I am not a spokesman for Conan O'Brien. I'm not a spokesman for Conan O'Brien. These are my views and my views only. You got to say that. I, I don't want Conan to go, hey, are you bad mouth? He doesn't I, sound no, like that. No, he doesn't sound like that. that. Was, I don't know who that was. I don't think he would be that calm. Hey, you, <laughs> you don't think? He, no, he would be uh, one of my writers, which is not yeah. me, when he uh, reprimanded Andre Dubachet on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. Andre was being very funny about late night television. Right. And what was happening at that time in late night television. And then uh, it got it was really funny. But then it got blown up but by people a, like Up Rocks started doing articles like Conan writer slams. Leno oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. So yeah. Conan. Put it's on a, you know, what's funny. It's a weird time that we're in where when you hold writers accountable for doing what they're hired to do. Bad precedents. Like that SNL writer that got fired yeah. for tweeting on her Wait, personal... Did she get fired or was she just suspended and then it's gone and gone quiet? I never heard what ended up... Yeah, I, nobody yeah. knows what happened. That's right. the thing. She was suspended. I, I yeah. don't know if she's back or what's what she going on. Should, what, what was her joke, by the way? It was, her joke wasn't a bad joke. It was and yeah. it was really well crafted because right. it implied something without oh, that's right. suggesting... Oh, about, uh, yeah, about Baron. Yeah, that's and right. You, uh, apparently, you can't make fun of... A president's children, but the joke but, wasn't making fun of the child. No, right? it was. It was no, making it wasn't. fun of like school where shootings. Yes, exactly, and where he's going to end up. Yeah, and it, it was basically like the, if you didn't see it or hear it, if you're listening at home, uh, the premise of the joke was, oh, um, you know, there's all these school shootings. I hope, uh, I hope Bannon gets homeschooled or something to that effect. Like, right, the implying B- Bannon will be uh, no Baron, our, our Baron, first sorry. homeschooled Girl shooter. shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. that was meaning he's going to kill his father. Right. 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 right, exactly. I mean, it's really an act of love. Right. <laughs> it's a very loving joke. If or you break being it a down. patriot. Exactly. And so, yeah. So there were two levels for people to get upset about the implication that the president should be assassinated and the implication that you're taking a shot at a kid, which should be off limits. Although Chelsea Clinton wasn't off limits. For not at all. And that's the point that I was going to make. Yeah, yeah. And Sasha Malia were not off right. limits. So. I, I, or Amy Carter. Right. I mean, exactly. Jesus Christ, that girl got made fun of every week on Saturday Night Live. Or Jamal Nixon. That poor kid. <laughs> The adopted Nixon boy. 
<laughs> no shit. That shows you Clinton. That poor girl. Oh, and they really that. took it out yeah, of uh, they... George Bush's son, W, man. That kid, he couldn't oh, catch a break. Boy, that guy. Got rid of... <laughs> for eight years. And it was like way after his dad was president. They, he was they went man. crazy on he him. He was a yeah. grown man. For eight yes. years. They couldn't stop. <laughs> it's weird. Like, why were they so intent on insulting him? <laughs> well, he was friends with that guy, Brownie. Oh, right. Yeah. Heck of a job. Heck of a job, Bernie. Heck of a job, Bernie. <laughs> uh, all right. So at least here we're going to take a break. Yeah. Right? we got to take a break. We'll be back. Uh, we want to hear about the new movie. Yeah, the documentary, Dying Laughing. This documentary that, that you've directed and produced have written. <laughs> I, I didn't direct it. I, I don't know what it. you've done. It was, it was I'll, we'll talk about it. You produced it, but you're also, you're also in it. I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm in it. I and thought I that was it. weird. <laughs> no, no, it's not. There, there were actual directors. The directors were great. They're, they're these two English guys. Paul Toogood and Lloyd Stanton, and they did a movie that I saw a few years back that was really great called From Nothing to Something, The Art of Rap. Uh, Ice-T hosted it. They won a big award at Sundance. I'm a big rap fan. I saw the movie, and what I liked about it were these directors told a story about rappers as artists, and I'd never seen it done that way. I was like, whoa, they're, they're doing something different, and it really resonated. So a mutual friend contacted us. They had this idea that they wanted to do a documentary about stand-up, and we ended up working together. And it, and it was great because I liked their work before, and I knew what they were capable of. Mm-hmm. The thing about making uh, a documentary about rap is you kind of have to be a fan of it, mm-hmm. or you're probably not going to find it. But comedy is so much more universal. I felt, hey, we could really make something special, you know, if mm-hmm. we do this the right way. So that was that was the whole that was the onus behind that. All right, let's talk more about it when we come back. We're gonna take this break, Matt. Yeah, that was a nice setup. It felt right. <laughs> I don't think I had any part of it. I appreciate you giving me the credit for it, but I think I just was uh, an innocent bystander. Uh, we'll be back. Hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Suli McCullough is on Twitter at Suli McCullough, S-U-L-I McCullough, the way you think it's spelled. And his film Dying Laughing opens Friday uh, in select theaters uh, around the country. Also, it's on iTunes, Amazon, whatever on-demand system you prefer. Uh, check it out. It's great, great talent involved, uh, great comedians talking about their craft, which is uh, always fun to see. So that is Friday, the 24th of uh, February is the month that we're in right now. Meanwhile, Never Not Funny is going to be live at the Golden Spike Comedy and Podcast Festival in Salt Lake City, Utah on the 10th of March. Can't wait to go back to Salt Lake City. And then the very next day, uh, a um, matinee show at Helium in Portland. That's the 11th of March. Uh, two days after that, which is like a mini tour we're doing, we are back at Flappers in Burbank on the 13th of March. And then a month after that... The 13th of April, we are at Parlor Live in Seattle. That is a new date, so if you're in the Seattle area, please come out uh, on a Thursday night to see us. Uh, that's the 13th of April. And then finally, East Coast, uh, rare East Coast date. Hope you guys can make it out if you're anywhere near Philadelphia. Helium in Philly on the 22nd of April. Those are the Never Not Funny dates. Jimmy Pardo's stand-up dates include Zanies at Rosemont, the Chicagoland area. That's 24th of March. And then he's at Go Bananas in Cincinnati on the 7th and 8th of April. Finally, Podcastathon is coming up before any of that stuff. That is very soon, a couple weeks away, less than two weeks away now. That is March 4th, noon to midnight, streaming live at nevernotfunny.com. 
tons of great guests raising money for smile train you guys know the drill i should mention that the auctions are going up soon so uh, you can find links uh, one link to all of our auctions at uh, nevernotfunny.com right there on the home page there is one auction currently up already if you missed out on tickets to the event at flappers on the fourth you can get vip tickets that's two seats priority seating a Never Not Funny swag bag, and you get to come up on stage with us during Podcastathon and play Sevens uh, during the show, which is a, a very rare and special treat uh, for anybody who's interested in having fun. So uh, you can bid on that auction right now. I think it ends, uh, actually, it probably ends pretty soon. Uh, it went up, uh, let's see, I think it ends at the end of the week. So go to the auction page now, check it out, and uh, there will be more auctions going up uh, pretty regularly from now until Podcastathon, including be a guest on Douglas movies which is uh, always a popular one we do that every year you can sit in on an episode of never not funny another very popular auction you can have lunch with jimmy and myself uh you might even want to try some waffles at mel's if that's your preference you can we'll take you wherever you want to go within reason and of course travel and uh, lodging is not included in that <laughs> but uh and then oh and jimmy wanted me to mention the fantasy baseball auctions where you can uh, bid your way into the uh, very elite club of the Never Not Funny Fantasy Baseball League that Jimmy takes part in every year. That auction will be also going up soon. It's all at NeverNotFunny.com. Just click the auction link and enjoy. What does it take to be a schmuck, Matt Belknap? <laughs> you tell me, buddy. Yeah, I know. I'm living it. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Let's check in with Garen. Garen, <laughs> what's it take to be a schmuck? Oh. Uh, he wouldn't know, he says. Remember, he's the guy that's had a threesome. Yeah, that's so, true. He's so we sex really, king. Should, should we really schmuck that guy? No. Elliot, <laughs> question for you, a follow-up. Yeah. What's it take to be a real schmuck? Uh, be a, be a, not a nice guy. How about that? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, filmmaker and comedian Jesse Conwheeler finds out by interviewing some of the most hated people on the Internet. Has he contacted you, Elliot? <laughs> Uh, you know, I did have a voicemail that I didn't know what it was about. Maybe it's that. Could be. Yeah. It could be that. I would listen to that. Because yeah, right. here's who you're in fine company. You're with uh, tech bro Martin. Uh, uh, how do you say this guy's Screlly? name? Screlly. Screlly. Yeah. And the woman behind the Dear Fat People video. Remember that yes. awful human being? Yeah, I do. Here, how tra- uh, Jesse tracks down these notorious characters and what they have to say for themselves in her new sh- uh, show, Schmucks. Love it. This sounds great. This is a podcast, you're saying. It is. Find out more about the show and hear the trailer at stitcherpremium.com slash schmucks. That is stitcherpremium.com slash S-C-H-M-U-C-K-S. I think we got to do a write-in to get Elliot Hoberg to interview for this thing. <laughs> it seems like it could be his big break. Like, I mean, is it a this competition? Could, could he win Biggest Schmuck? I don't think he could beat Martin Screlly no. or that Dear Fat People lady. That is world-class like schmucky. Like they're really a lot worse than even my character is. Yeah. Is his microphone even on? No. Another example of him being a schmuck. Yeah, schmucks This is why it. you're hated. <laughs> this is why this Jesse girl needs to interview you. You know what we should not do this girl. Interview me. No, you're still not on. And you're on still not channel. on, and you're still a schmuck. <laughs> uh, Jesse uh, Conwheeler, you need to contact Elliot Hopeberg. That's over at modestgames.com. Uh, you can get he's, him. He's got seven Twitter handles. Just <laughs> hit him up at any one of those. At any one. Uh, let him know you want to interview him, because I guarantee if you did a, uh, a survey of Never Not Funny listeners, uh, they would all tell you there's nobody in the world they hate more than him. <laughs> Come on. It's a bit. You know that. Is it 100% accurate? Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you just want to listen to the show, maybe you're not up to snuff. Maybe you're not as headed as we thought you were. Uh, why don't you listen to this? StitcherPremium.com slash schmucks. That is StitcherPremium.com slash S-C-H-M-U-C-K-S. Do it today. Podcasting. It's a better way to schmuck.
Matt Belknap, yeah. you know we're very happy to have great advertisers supporting this show. I do feel that way deeply. But the support would not be uh, possible without the support that we receive from our audience. Yeah, that's right. They make it all happen. If no one is listening, then no advertisers would pay us to... Well, now is the time for these guys to really be heard. Okay. Uh, set aside uh, about five minutes. Go to podsurvey.com slash nevernotfunny. Mm-hmm. That is podsurvey.com slash nevernotfunny to take a quick, easy, anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little bit better. Uh, just do this. I, I, I can read from this. Uh, hey, listeners, go to take this. Uh, it's not a quiz. If you want to hear ads that are more relevant to your yes. interests, then you should take this thing. It's pretty simple. Uh, right. That way we can match the advertisers with you guys, your interests and whatnot. Uh, if you complete the survey, uh, you're entered into a monthly drawing to win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Uh, even if you've taken the show's survey before, the current one is new and different. Uh, we'd love for you guys to take it all over again. You get a chance for that $100 gift card. Um, Click it up. So do it. I mean, uh, you know, let us know, uh, or, you know, let our people know, you know, what. Uh, Have your people call our people. Is yeah. What you're saying. Uh, so go to podsurvey.com slash never not funny. That is P-O-D-S-U-R-V-E-Y dot com slash N-E-V-E-R-N-O-T-F-U-N-N-Y. Uh, thank you for helping us find the best advertisers so that we can keep uh, the show moving and grooving. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. I'm enjoying some delicious uh, beer nuts. Beer nuts. I, this is the, uh, the the party mix that has these little yogurt things in it, which I enjoy. Yeah, they should just make... They are not a sponsor, by the way. Yeah, you did say that very, like, I did, right? sponsor-ish. I didn't mean it like that. They, I probably shouldn't be eating on here. They should just make one with just the raisin things in there. They're delicious, aren't they? Yeah. Although then, would we like them as much? No, I think it's nice that the sweet and the salt. The thrill of the chase is what you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you really like. Who sends us? What's the guy's name? Um, Those are from our friend Joe Dean. uh, I think he's out of Indiana. Is it Joe Dean? Are we sure? Yeah, Joe. Is there a way to confirm that? Uh, Ellie, can you confirm? Ellie, can you confirm it's Joe Dean? It ends. Failure. Ah, oh, damn it. How do we play it so Garen can hear it? I want to get Garen's reaction. Here, Garen, come here. <laughs> play it again. There's got to be a better way. Can we play where he can hear it? Well, I can unplug the thing and use the speaker on the iPad. Yeah, do, that. do it that way. Yeah. Yeah, let that shit rock. All right, Garen, look at the closer. <laughs> uh, can you hear it? From where you are? So many nuts, it, it looks, looks like, like Garen's bed. See, now, uh, Suli, that is a reference to the fact that we recently learned our, our mild-mannered intern, Garen, actually has had multiple uh, threesomes in his life. Whoa, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm super impressed. Quite. The, and, and maybe a foursome? I forget. Really? No, no foursome? No, thanks. How does that go down? It just happens. Wow. <laughs> he was in a long-term relationship, uh-huh. and they... Uh, they invited a, a third in. They were both Whoa. on board, and they uh, they went for it. That's fantastic. It's exciting. And did you? Was there any? Was there any regret afterwards, or were you like? No, 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 no. no. We, we and, all and had the same questions. It's yeah. like Nobody else 
We just can't it's imagine like this. No, it, I mean, I, 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 I almost had had that happen once in my life, mm-hmm. and something went horribly wrong, and I knew that was the one time it was probably ever going to go down mm-hmm. for me. And I was depressed for weeks. <laughs> I was like, how could I mess this up? You, right? were, you weren't like a little relieved? No. Really? No, oh, because I feel like, here's the thing. Like, we were talking about the bisexual aspect. And, mm. you know, it's just all wide open. Like, I'm a straight guy. And I feel like I don't register anymore. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you just, you know, you're, just, you're vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's so many more exotic ice creams out there. And it's just harder to get it cracking. <laughs> so you thought this was this would have been your chance to, to break that, it, break yes, it up? Yes, that would have been was my this chance. Two, two women and you? It, yes, of course. <laughs> well, I don't know. This is three dudes. No, what, so but, you're but, talking but, about vanilla and yeah, exotic flavors. Exactly. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know who you're bringing Rocky Road in. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> maybe you want to try pistachio. Who knows? <laughs> right? Well, get cracking. That's yeah, their catchphrase. Yeah. There you go. Ah, nice. Uh, but yeah, it it, uh, it didn't happen, and I regret it. Like even just talking about it right now, I just got sad a little bit. Wow, sorry to have brought <laughs> it up then. Wow. If only, maybe, maybe there's a fun song that gets you back in the mood. Jodine, 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 Jodine. Thank you for those bear nuts that you sent. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great that's Mike a nice Henry. Song. That's another uh, another Mike Henry original. Awesome. I, I want to throw one thing out. So uh, we went to a lot of trouble, Matt and I, to figure out how to make it so that I could control the cues and put it yes. into the system. And what do we end up doing? I'm holding up the iPad to a microphone. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> was for Garrett. At, that was for Garrett. No, no I totally understand right. that, and I'm not I'm not dissing that at all. I'm you know just, what we I'm just pointing do? it out. We got to. And I apologize for interrupting you, Elliot. And, and know this, I'm not really. You're not. <laughs> um, and I'm thanking you for interrupting. <laughs> let's get. And I'm serious. They make wireless headphones. You want to invest in some wireless Let's headphones? For, so you know? that he can hear the show. He okay, needs we, to. We could try it. Yeah. Right? That man has had a threesome. Show him with some respect. <laughs> More than one. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Different characters. Legend status. Different characters. <laughs> Multiple players. Yeah. Um, well, we thank you, Joe Dean, for the uh, beer notes. We thank Mike Henry for the new song. Uh, Fantastic. Now, that was my first time hearing it. That yes. Was, that was exciting. You brought it. Uh, Mike sent it to you. I got to experience it live on the air. And it was fantastic. It's great. It's and great. I didn't even know the context, and I liked it. You still enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> right? I did. The great Joe Dean. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way you set it up, it was funny. Just the the first part was funny just because it was it was Mike singing Joe Dean's name yeah, to yeah. the tune of Jolene. But then killer There's ending. verses. There's killer verses yeah. in there. Mike Henry really knows good. how to do that. As, yeah. as Danielle pointed out today, he always also knows the exact length of those songs. Yes. Like right. Like right. a little stinger and get right. out. Yep. Stinging out. You'll hear right. another one in a second. Uh, uh, I'm looking Shalir, forward to we're it. Gonna oh, yeah. Play a game of sevens uh, in a minute. But first, I want to hear more about this movie. So, so people that where first of all, it's called Dying Laughing. It's called Dying Laughing. Where can cause uh, I saw the uh, the trailer that you sent? Okay. Yes. Yes. And the trailer. Uh, and what did you think? I I will speak for both Matt and I. We wish we could have seen the entire movie. Yeah. I'm excited well, let me tell you this: the trailer is good. The movie is better. Oh, it's good. not one of those trailers where you go, okay, they did it all there. There's no reason to see this. The movie is way better. Great. And like I said, the directors did a fantastic job. All right, explain what the movie is. Okay, so, what it is, it's a high art movie about stand-up comedy. It's the agony and the ecstasy. And when we first started making this movie, what we were going to do was make it about comics' worst nights on stage, bombing stories. And that's a cool place to start. Everybody has their bombing stories. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time we put a comic in the chair to interview them, we quickly realized the story was bigger than this. So we, we, we made the adjustment. 
Uh, but we really look at, you know, the, the real of what being a stand-up is. And what's great about it is we interviewed 109 stand-ups here oh, and overseas. Oh, 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 uh, uh, 109, you say? Seems <laughs> oh, like a lot. That's, uh, oh. that's a lofty so, number. So, Jimmy, the, with 109 comics, it seems like... Uh, you, would, you would think that a legendary guy that worked with one of the producers in Tahoe mm. would have been included. But I hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm, but it was, you, had, you should have had me do your podcast earlier. This no, is sir. No, no. Wow. You shot yourself in the foot on this. I had, right. I had to right. look for this credit first right <laughs> all right so go right ahead so so 109 stand-ups here and overseas um 50 made the final film all right, right. Uh, good and good. and when you watch it it feels like 30 uh and and it's everyone from jerry seinfeld to kevin hart uh jamie fox uh sarah silverman amy schumer uh jerry lewis um, the late Gary Shandling is in it, right? Uh, so, who you know was 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 a very good friend of mine and mentor. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we we spent about three years making this movie. Uh, we made it independently, uh, which is its own battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm excited for it to come out. I think uh, I think people are going to dig it. Was everybody? Uh, were they all good people? Uh, yes. Yeah. Here's the thing that I what I really liked about it is making it independently. Uh, with with the directors, um, you know, there was never more than about six or seven people on set. Mm-hmm. We shot it all over, um, and everyone came to it with a, with a realness about it. Uh, the director Paul Toogood does the interviews, uh, so you hear his voice on camera asking these questions. Um, and yeah, there was a real intimacy, and everybody talks about it, what stand up is, what it takes, the highs, the lows. It's really, it's really interesting because in tone, it's a serious movie, but you have the world's best comics who, yeah, you know, know how to be funny. But it's 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 pretty real. Well, like yeah, in the trailer, Jamie Fox uh, is talking about. Uh doing stand up and and like even in the trailer he's funny like yeah which yeah is kind of like people forget that he was a stand-up well that's so the it's thing. interesting to yeah. see that you're like oh movie star jamie fox is in this oh right like, no he's jamie fox was a stand-up he yeah, was yeah, yeah. he was wanda on uh right. you know living in living color mm-hmm. like yeah and people do for like that's a, a really cool thing is as 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 big as some of the people are in the film they all approach it like just stand-ups trying to get stage time which that has a really cool feel about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah. So I didn't know Kevin Hart until he was famous. Like, oh, until he was Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah. So did he I mean, Did he do the circuit the same? Yeah, Kevin Hart was in the clubs. He in was. Fact, we met, um, I was producing Deaf Comedy Jam, and I was um, working with Mike Epps, who was hosting at the time. Yeah, yeah, And Mike was, you know, kind of out there and known and a, and a presence. And Kevin was just a book stand-up on the show. And I remember I was working with Mike, and he came up to me, and he was like, hey, can I run my set by you? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he ran his set. And even back then, I was like, dude, you are beyond ready. Like, You know what I mean? Like he was so focused and so ready to go and had his jokes timed to the allotted time for the set. Like he was Mm overprepared. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. he really came into that situation like a force. So I'm not surprised at all by everything that has has come his way because he was that guy back then. Yeah. So that was to be right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, I'm complimenting. Like, yeah. I think uh, to achieve having what, a yeah. compound. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. You have to think big even back then or think, uh, you know, you don't, oh, it's just another TV set or Yeah, whatever. no, he was he was razor focused. I was really impressed by that. And I'm also glad that I gave them the time 
to let him run that set because years later when I asked him to be in this film, he, you know, I told him what the concept was and he was like, yeah, I'll do that. And that that was great. So he made time for it and he's really good in the film. I mean, everybody's really good. I think, you know, and, and it's not just about the big name above the line stars that are in it. I think we present a picture where there are people that you're going to see in this film that you may not know or you, you may have seen a little bit, but you're going to become fans of what they do as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a pretty nice picture of, of what the state of comedy is right now. Where can we see this? Well, it's playing in select theaters this week all oh, across the country. Yeah, it's actually playing. Friday is our is is um, our first night. We're playing at the uh, Arena Cinedome in Hollywood on Las Palmas. Uh, but it's playing in theaters across the country, uh, independent theaters, and then also on iTunes and um, all the VOD, uh, video on the, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So uh, starting this week, starting uh, February twenty fourth. Which is when? What is that? It's uh, it's before the end of Black History Month. Okay, four days before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's today? Today's the twenty. Today's the twenty first. So yeah. So this, this so Friday. Friday. Oh, it's Friday. Yeah. This Friday. Because again, just on the I I love hearing people talk about the craft. I, yeah, I, I really do. I, I and guys that are. That like even the Jimmy Fox who uh, you somehow made likable, sure, uh, sure in the one sure, second, yeah. That I mean he comes off a little pretentious, <laughs> nine, nine out of nine times. It's because he can sing, he can sing, he can do well, it fuck all. Him. Fuck all of his talent. He's <laughs> handsome. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's and phenomenal. He's a great singer. He's gonna be hosting a new game show. Shouldn't be doing that. It's out of my business. But uh, uh, I love hearing guys talk about their start. Like I just listened to a great interview with Drew Carey. And right. He talked about doing one-nighters and stuff all over the country and it's like i love hearing these guys talk about it and figuring out the sets and all that so i cannot wait to see this movie yeah i think you're gonna really dig it dude and i'm i'm sorry we didn't connect because oh, you would have so been I'm, great for it. No, first of all yes i would have been second of all <laughs> I, I don't really i get it uh uh i mean you, you had a way hey, well it's funny like as a producer uh it went from you know when i when i initially met with these guys i didn't give them a list of of a list guys because that's always a thing you've got to go through people mm-hmm. it's so many hoops and you do hear no and you've got to turn that no into a yes what i did was i gave them a short list of people that had been doing it for a number of years that i felt like were strong comics mm-hmm. that had the years and had the chops and had the stories and, you know, validated what this craft is. And it is a craft. And as the process went on, um, you, of course, need names to make something sellable. Yeah. So then that shifted and then it became about, OK, let's get names so we can, you know, we, we initially wanted to make it for the theater. Uh, and, and, you know, to do that, you need names mm-hmm. to sell a project. Uh, and even still, it's, you know, the independent route is not an easy route to, to make a film. So, you know, it was a collaborative effort that I'm really proud of, and I think people are going to dig this film. It's a little different. Um, comedy is, you know, out there right now with, you know, the other things that are going on. But I think this is going to really present an interesting you know, um, excuse me. Uh, whatever, whatever that is, like an interesting. Well, look it, at it. It's like, yeah, it's 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 a it's a good project. I'm proud of it. I'm really proud of it. Good. 
I got a question because uh, question you, here from Mepel. You mentioned Jerry Lewis. Uh, he's notoriously prickly. Yes. How, yes. How, did, how, how did it go with him? Well, we shot him at the Friars Club in mm-hmm. New York, and um, I didn't know what to expect. I was really excited. You know, as a kid, I watched his movies, and it's like, you know, you never think, man, you're going to get a chance to work with somebody like Jerry Lewis. Mm-hmm. And when he came in, you know, the Friars Club is his place. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the man there. Mm-hmm. And he instantly let us know that he was the man. You know what I mean? Like, we had the room lit. You know, the directors were ready to go. Like, we were on point. And he walks in and he goes, turn off all these lights. You don't need all these lights, right? And basically reorganized how he felt we should shoot this. He's like, you can shoot this with one light, move this here. And, you know, he went into director mode. Yeah. And, you know, I also think it was a test to see if we were on top of our game and could make the necessary adjustments. And I have to give, you know, Paul Tugood credit. Like, he jumped in, you know, him and Jerry found a nice little seam. And once he sat down in the chair, he was amazing. You know what I mean? Cool. And I've seen interviews where he He's wasn't not. amazing. Yeah, yeah. So he really seemed to instantly think, oh, these guys know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they deserve I'm going, my, yes, exactly. And give. he was, he was, yeah, he's, yeah. He, he really came to play ball. And it was a great yeah, lesson. Cool. Like I felt like in a lot of ways, being associated with this project and, 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 and making this and going through this journey, it almost was like getting paid to go to graduate school. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you got to hear the best of the best share their insights on what this life choice was. You know what I mean? I do. And and that was really pretty special. Great. I went to... Uh, Can't wait to see it. What time on Friday? Uh, Friday, there is an 8 o'clock showing at the Arena Cynodome, which is on Los Palmas. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to do a director's and talent Q&A afterwards. So some of the people from the film will be there. Do you know there. what talent... Are you allowed to say what talent's going to be there, or is that a surprise? Uh, well, that's a surprise. Like, okay. I'm sure that we'll we'll get a lot of people that are in town to come through. But, Great. Uh, but, yeah, come through and support that. And, you know, like I said, I think it's really cool. We made this film for the movie theater. So I like to say this. Come see it in the theater like a boss. <laughs> All right. Is that more street talk? <laughs> I mean, ask, ask Garen. Garen's going to... Garen, do you know what it is? <laughs> No, thumbs up. I think the thumbs up negates the fe- your street vet credit. <laughs> hey, uh, like a boss or like someone that's had multiple threesomes. Ah. Sex king. Sex king. See it like a sex king. Uh, all right. Elliot, play the theme. Okay. All right, go see the movie. It's called Dying Laughing. Long or short? Uh, your, your pick. Your right, pick. Long it is. Oh. No, I really, really thought. Well, probably short. Short would be the way to go on this. Uh, we play a game on our show. What happened? Whoa. Is that you too told, much music? You, you, told me to, you told me to play it. I said, get it ready. Oh. <laughs> you did say play it. Or did I really? Yeah. Uh, we play a game called Seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is what I knew was going to happen, but I, I think it's I perfect. I swear to God. I swear <laughs> to all that is holy that I don't know what's happening in this room today. I don't know what's happening. What's going on? What's wrong? Well, see, Darren, <laughs> shut up. Karen, you can't hear it, but uh, Elliot is, is screwing up the music cue like crazy. Like, you wouldn't believe how many times he's hit it wrong. Oh, yeah. It's been really bad. It's, it, I, I, I can tell you how many times. Two out of two. <laughs> he's batting a thousand. We play a game called Seven Suli. It's okay. a uh, it's basically like Pyramid, a uh, $25,000 pyramid. Okay. Uh, and based on hear, walking in and hearing you guys talking, mm-hmm. I think that you two should play okay. and do 90s music. 
Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's too bad there's not like a... There's not a rapper. There's no hip-hop. rap category. Well, the guy that made this doesn't know that world. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so I think 90s is the closest to pull right. up. Okay. Uh, Although okay. 90s is all over the place. We'll find yeah, out. it is. We'll it find is. out. It's but uh, Suli's hipping with it. Okay. Yeah. I already hung out with George Lopez. He knows things. <laughs> right? I'm not sure if that's relevant to the discussion, but okay. Uh, so it's like Pyramid. Matt, uh, Matt's going to give you clues. You, you got to guess what he's talking and we're about. We try to get him as quick as we can. The more, the quicker we get him, the more points we get. Okay. Okay. All right. well, let's do it. Play the theme, Elliot. Do you want to use if your you phone? Would. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. All right, we're going to play like Sevens. It. I like the theme. Uh, Mindy Sterling, character actor Mindy Sterling, is uh, one of the worst players of all time in our game. That's why the, the song is dedicated to her. Fantastic. Uh, she got a, a one, I think. A one. I think so. Yeah. There have and, been... and the goal is to get seven. No, the goal is to get... Uh, the, 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 if you can't do it, but 49 would be the... You can, Are you kidding me? You can get seven for each one. There's seven but there's no way. You, but it, there's no have, way for that to happen. You can't do it that quickly. So Okay, well, I'm, say... I'm at least just trying to get more than one. Yeah, yeah. A What's go- the highest? Are we at 35? Yeah, a, do you have like a, you should have a chart or a yeah. something. We've you, been meaning to put it up on this board, on this yeah. piece of wood right here. My OCD won't allow that. The yeah. highest is Chip Pope giving to Jimmy 33 points. 33. 80. Whoa, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Because here's the thing. 35. Man, I'm feeling pressure right now. Yeah, you're, 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 you're on, you're on fire. Okay. Uh, your right. feet are on fire. All right. All right. Uh, five seconds. Yeah. For each would be 35 points okay yeah so it's pretty that's crazy it's in like you got to be yeah means, your brain has got you them all in two seconds exactly which is very so you got to be like rubik's cube speed yes yeah. okay and, and it is very dependent on the clues like the clues are what slows it down like okay because when you're trying to think of the best way to say it so you'll see all right, here we go okay, Matt, let's, all right let's try dude so let's, let's, let's give it a seven here we go Oh, she's a rapper uh, named after a black exploitation character, female. Queen Latifah. Uh, <laughs> 70s. Uh, um, oh, this is, uh, oh, God, this is an R&B singer. Um, Johnny Gill. Uh, uh, no. Uh, oh, man. Jesus. Oh, country and Western singer. She sang the theme to um, the, the movie uh, where they had the, the Ben Affleck. Oh, oh, wow. We are. Okay. Biggie and. Tupac. Yes. Um, okay. Oh, she drives a fast car. Is it fast enough to. Uh, um, uh, uh, um, Cindy Lauper. No, uh, oh. uh, damn it. Oh, uh, this is a metal band. Uh, Metallica. Not Black Butt. Dokken. Not Black Butt. <laughs> Dokken. Uh, I don't even know who this is. Maybe the lead singer of Sublime? Ooh, I don't know that one. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, Bradley Cooper? Noel? Bradley James? Does Bradley? anyone know who Bradley Noel is? I'm just saying is? Bradley's I know right now. I have to say, <laughs> that may be the worst showing. In the the, listen, that was it. Listen to these people. Can we do it again? Wait, 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 wait. Hey, we will definitely do it again. And I will. I only got one. <laughs> All right, hey, I got God. Tupac. That's so Bradley stereotypic. Noel That's not even is cool. The lead singer of Sublime. Oh, Bradley Noel is. All right, the give me the. Okay, what's the first one? The, don't give the answer. Give the clue. I know okay. the first one. First one, black exploitation character from the seventies. It's a rapper, but she's named after a black exploitation character. Lady of Rage. Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. Oh, oh, Jesus. Okay, uh, this guy might have been in Black Street. Um, 
Uh, Teddy Riley. Nope. Um, he might not have been in Blackstreet. So I don't really R. know. R. Kelly. Uh, okay, not a mountain, but a hill. hill. Oh, Drew Hill. Yes. Drew was, Hill. Was he Drew in Blackstreet? Black no, Drew Hill is a group. Oh, Drew Hill's a group. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know. D-R-U Hill. So these right? are like impossible. Yeah. These are impossible. I don't think they are. I think you just got a guy giving bad clues. So That's what it bad is. Bad clues. These are the toughest ones ever. Dude, I'm guessing my ass off. You see the okay. speed that I'm... I said three Bradleys that I don't even really know. <laughs> I heard him. <laughs> uh, okay. By the way, Matt, I'm not going to lie. That was the hardest group of... Things. This is ridiculous. And it's Black Ever. History Month. This is fucked up. Yeah, you yeah. screwed up bad. Okay. Uh, it's an embarrassment. Well, you know, actually, I'm kind of impressed. It's surprisingly like a, a, a relatively high number of African Americans in this group for this game. Well, that's game. good. Yes. That's... Because usually this game is lily white. Yes. <laughs> well, I probably would have done better if it was. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a country, female country singer. She sang uh, the, uh, the soundtrack version of the song that Aerosmith... Oh, no, she sang an album version of the song that... <laughs> Leon Aeros- Rhymes. No. Uh, Trisha Yearwood. Y- yes. Oh, whoa! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you didn't I, know. You just I said did. a name. You no, a no, name. no. Because the cl- in 90s, you got to think... Who's a big country star yeah, that yeah, I didn't yeah. listen to in the 90s? <laughs> so it's Trisha Yearwood. Right. I wish I, why can't That's I, pretty, you got to give me like. Oh, don't want to miss a thing. That's, I couldn't pull the oh, name. Yeah. Right. Don't want to miss a thing. We're not no, giving I you didn't anything. Know all that. Good, congratulations. Know all that. Okay. that was, come on, give That's, me some props you should for that get, one. You should get 35 yeah, points just get, for knowing I should, I, I should get at least 28 <laughs> points for that. No way. Come on, give me some. And then we got, we got Tupac. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I should get Tupac. Fast car. Uh, uh, Tracy was Chapman. Tracy Chapman? Talk That's yeah. See, I yeah. was just yeah. That yeah. Now this one, I should have known that one. Yes. White Snake. Uh, close. This is '90s though. Uh, Heavy metal. This might be uh, oh, I know Rob Queen, Queens Reich. White Zombie. White Zombie. Oh, I would have yeah. never got that. Is, that. is that Rob Zombie's group? Yes, I did is. say Dokken, which was yes, you did. <laughs> Yes, you did. I grew up in Cupertino. Let's not forget. Yeah, you uh, you got all right. Give it to me. And then yeah, Bradley Noel wait, from Sublime. Yeah, I would have never got that. I told you. No, I told you that '90s was too first, hard. So first of all, just give me 35 points for Trisha Yearwood. <laughs> no, we're not giving you anything. No, come on. No, I'm what giving, was that I'm score, man? It was a score. It was, it was a three. We it was a three. Three. Okay. That was ridiculous. Not as bad. The good news is Suli uh, fits in perfectly over Mindy or Cece. <laughs> I was so bad. All the weird Suli. names. Yeah, let's play seven. <laughs> yeah. Are you you gonna, are you so gonna, I do get a verse. Are you going to try to play nineties with him? I'm gonna, You have to. You can't go eighties. Yeah, that's that would be unfair. That's too easy. Yeah, let's right. go nineties. Let's keep, right. let's stay in that vein. Let's see it now that now that our brains are warmed up yeah. with the nineties. <laughs> but you know, I don't know anything about the nineties. But you know, know what? Let's just try it. And, That'll and be fun. Be clue intensive. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. And old begin. Old man. <laughs> <laughs> old man Pardo on, uh, on the smartphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, looky here. Here it comes. All right. All right. Starting. Uh, oh boy, not not Drew. Uh, another band that has that name after Drew. Another band that has that. Uh, damn it! I don't know that. Uh, a hammer or a saw is considered a. MC Hammer's big hit. Uh, can't touch this. Yes. Uh, I get down. I get up again, and I'm never gonna. The band that do that. Damn, I don't know that. Okay. It's Jumbo. Oh yeah. Uh, the white rapper from the uh, that uh, uh, sampled the Queen song. Uh, Vanilla Ice. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, oh boy, I don't know. Uh, nope. I can't. Nope. Something. Say something. I can't. My brain's freezing. Hey, not uh, Cypress or Drew, a woman with the last name with, uh, that, with this. Oh, from from Fuji's. From Fuji. Oh, Lauren Hill. 
Okay. All right, let me see if I can get him on the other ones. The yeah, ones, see, you know what? Get. I think you guys need to work together. I think so. With your clues. I think that's a good point. Because I was, was kind of getting in a rhythm. I don't know the 90s. I, I didn't know. I would have never got Chambawamba. Yeah. I would have never got that. And I'm in touch with my inner white dude. Yeah, I know you are. This one, Dokken. That one that, that, that second to last one is incredibly hard. I don't know what to say for that one. So okay. he was like a DJ electronic guy. Um, not skinny, but uh, oh, another word for skinny. Uh, 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 and then it's like another word for heavy before Ooh, <laughs> this wow. one. But she yeah. only have seven I, I, seconds. Yeah, I know. yeah that's Garrett, tough. Is it Fat Boy Slim? It is Fat Boy Slim. Oh, Fat that's Boy good. Yeah. That's good. And then the first one was this is a L.A. rap group with Be Real. And, oh, that's Cypress Hill. Yeah. I would have got that. Well, I said, like, Drew. I actually went to Cypress Hill's first <laughs> listening party. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, which was, I mean, and I didn't know who they were. I just happened to stumble on this party, mm-hmm. and I was a fan right then and there. Yeah, I can And see that. the contact high made me even more <laughs> of a fan. But no, their music was like, they they were legit. So I would have got that. Yeah, that, they were sound, their, their sound was so it, unique. It was so different. Like when like, it came out, it was like, what? They don't really get their props now. Like, yeah. that's a great group to sort of rediscover, mm-hmm. and they're probably going to have a resurgence because these kids now would totally get into them because their sound is like, it's very much like early Wu-Tang stuff mm-hmm. where the sound is so different that it... Yeah, and, and Be Real is now in like a super group with, with Chuck D and Tom Morello. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? You can't handle 30 seconds of talk about music you don't like. <laughs> you can't even sit there politely. <laughs> I, I thought I was being polite. Then you something fall on the floor. I was being polite, and then I happened to just look over at Garrett, who then started laughing at the fact that, yes, I don't know any of this. That's hilarious. And it made me laugh. Right, Wait, Garrett? That group is called Prophets of Rage. Oh, here we go. oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of Prophets. But they mostly just kind of do covers of right. Public Enemy and right. Cypress Hill songs. Right. Um. <laughs> All right, we're done. All right, well, we did it. Okay. We did it. I was being polite. Yeah. And what was the score on that last one? It was better, right? Oh, that was on your phone. Oh, I don't know. Oh, come on, Grandpa. <laughs> I don't know. It might have been five. 17. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Maybe five. Now you're talking yeah. crazy. I think, I think it was like 17 or something like that. By the way, the other one was Tool. Oh, it was six. Tool. Six. Tool. Tool. Saw Hammer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was. You know what I was thinking? I, I, yeah, yeah. That one was on I, you. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> yeah. But it was means... kind of, I thought you were. I, like, we'll, we'll play one more time. Oh, Here yeah. it comes. Can All we right. do a different category? No. All right. So All right, why don't you and I go to team up? No. I think All between right. the two of us, okay. we can help. I got to come over there. All right, wait a minute. So, would you know '80s music better? I probably would, but I'm in a '90s frame of mind right now. You're not. You have, no, there's not. no proof of that. <laughs> no, there's no. There's not. I feel like I am. Let's go. Let's go '80s. All right, here we go. But 80s. you can't go like these groups that I clearly never. Well, cared I have about. to go with whatever it gives All me. Okay, that's true. All right, so <laughs> okay. '80s. I'm okay. With I'm not trying to rework the game. Your your domain. You can All right, here we go. Okay, go. Uh, we should just do '90s. He's in a '90s. <laughs> All right, I right, get over here. All right, here we go. We're going we're gonna to stick with 90s. Okay. All right. We never do this, Carrie. 80s, we, we do... We Whoa, this is... I, I don't like this on. guy at all. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hang back, but I'll jump in if I need to. All right. And I know Elliot's mad because the camera. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. Yep. Uh, uh, the Lynch Nirvana killed himself. Uh, Kirk Cobain. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, never let your light shine down. I think was their song. Oh, oh I don't know that one. Uh, uh, Nino Bettencourt's the guitarist. Uh, Gary Sharon, more than words. Uh, there's a hole in my heart. Uh, they're from Boston. Mm. I want to say uh, Michael's uh, sister, uh, the uh, King of Pop's sister. Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, Janet Jackson. Yes. 
Uh, uh, when I'm back on my feet again. Uh, he had long flowing hair. When a man loves a woman. Uh, oh, oh, no, no, uh, Michael Bolton. We're out of that. Oh, uh, no. Can I get that one? What do the Baja men do? Uh, uh, ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, uh, damn it. Damn. Uh, I knew that one. They're as bad as corn. They wear masks on stage. They're, uh, uh, uh they're, they're a dead, uh, death metal. What was that? Sublime? Slipknot. Slipknot. Oh, Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got Kurt Cobain in five seconds. That was great. Yeah, but that's, his birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to that's Kurt true. Cobain. Yeah, that's, that doesn't count. Well, it does. He would okay. be 50, I think. Yes, that's what I, I read that yes. uh, as well. We, we all, we all have a news source. <laughs> we, all, we all have a news feed. Collective Soul. Uh, I don't, was that their song? Okay, I would have never got that. Then extreme. I didn't spend that much time in San Diego. I would have never got that. Extreme was the band you didn't uh, remember. Extreme, yeah, kind of more than words. Janet yeah. Jackson, you got eventually. Michael Bolton, yeah, I, yeah. And I was just, I was just watched one of his videos the other day. So uh, yeah, I would have known. That, I should have known that, but I should have got credit for that one. No, no, okay, no, not at all. All right, uh, the Baja Men. Uh, their big hit was. Oh God! I know who let I the dogs no, out. Oh really? Who let the dogs out? Oh yeah! I wouldn't have got that in the in the time frame. All right. All so right. I did worse with. <laughs> what I was the score worse. on that one? Oh, come on! It was about guys. four, right? It was six again. Oh, okay. He got five for Cobain and one for Janet Jackson. I get knocked down and I get six again. The new thing is for this for for our purposes, I think anybody who can break ten in that category is the champ. Yeah, think, exactly. Because right. it's, it's pretty hard. tough. It's pretty the tough. The speed sucked. is. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was no there was no unifying anything. No. Nineties is when everything exploded. Just, yes, and, and that, even those categories are all spread out. Yeah, yeah. There's no. You, I mean, you had to really. I mean, iPads were, or I, I, what is it? I, iPod. The iPods iPod? were around. In the 90s? But, uh, eh. nah. See, that's why that, that even proves <laughs> You're my from point. Cupertino. You should yeah, know this. Yeah, I should know this. <laughs> I even proves my point more, though. So even if you're, uh, you're a fan of music that goes like this, you're not going to have those seven in your iPod. I have no idea what that means. What? I can break 10 in 90s music. Let's go. All right. You can? Who's, who do you want to give? Oh boy! I mean, it's probably probably, Matt. probably yeah. I think that's your best you chance. Your phone. Yeah. Not, it's not, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm good, but I'm better than. I'm listening. All right, this is gonna make me really feel bad. Garen right. thinks he could do it, but a lot, it's all dependent on Matt too. Here we go. Here we go. It is all dependent on me. Oh, guitarist for Foo Fighters, lead singer of Foo Fighters. I mean, uh, Dave Grohl. Yeah. Um, oh, this is the Cleveland rap group. The dum 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 dum. dum. They oh, sing like. Oh fuck! The, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, uh, he's the guy who's uh, Summer of 69. Brian Adams? Yeah. What? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so caught up. But the, the singer, not the rapper. Oh, uh, sure? Yeah. Um, oh, Coolio's big song. Kansas Paradise? Yep. Uh, the King of Pop. Michael Jackson? Yep. Come on! These are oh, ridiculously oh, easy. The, the powder that you put in an envelope to poison people. Or, yes. We didn't Come get, on. You guys interrupted that. We could have gotten that faster. 20! That's that's no. so unfair. <laughs> that's unfair. Yeah. And the one Shit. he didn't get was, um, uh, wait, don't tell me. I, I know it. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. It's the first so of I the month. I would have destroyed that one. <laughs> we all would have destroyed that one. That was ridiculous. It, it, like it was like the game incepted our show just yeah. to make Garen look good. Well, congratulations, <laughs> yeah. Garen. 
You're a winner. Obviously, the dude that has had the most sex. <laughs> yeah, he's got that confidence to yeah, go into the exactly. game just like, I'm going to own it. Unreal. Right. All right, Julie, thank you for being here. Thanks, man. Uh, Appreciate it. Go see his movie uh, or uh, watch it at home oh, yeah, on watch demand. Watch it at home and yeah. iTunes and all the video on demand platforms. But see it in a theater. That's yeah. that's how you really do it. And again, the uh, trailer that we saw looked great. Thanks. Looked yeah, great. look that up if you. Uh, yeah. if you're Dying laughing. Yeah. Dying laughing. Dying laughing. The man's name is Dying Laughing. The movie is what? called. The man's name is Silly McCullough. The man's name is Silly McCullough. The name of the movie is Dying Laughing. Where's my camera? I'm looking at you. It's <laughs> a lot of cameras. There's a, he's, added, he's added nine more cameras. I don't know where I'm looking. I know. I'm and you got my cameras right here. In and my you eyes. moved those guys up uh, above the. Yes, uh, I did. I like them. That was that was for fun. Uh, well, it is a good time. <laughs> On behalf of the Pop Culture Bees, that's Garen Cockrell, right back there, Mission Control. That's Elliot Hopper, the Hunter Matt Belknap, the filmmaker, comedian, <laughs> Sully McCullough. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Thanks again to HBO's new show, Crashing, for sponsoring us today. Crashing stars Pete Holmes as Pete, a sheltered suburbanite who marries his childhood sweetheart and dreams of making it as a stand-up comedian. But when he finds out his wife cheated on him, Pete's world unravels, plunging him into the deep end of the rough-and-tumble New York comedy scene, where he crashes on other people's couches and, in the process, learning hard lessons about life and himself. Crashing premieres Sundays at 10.30 p.m. on HBO. Hey, you made the mistake of not turning off your podcast in time, so now you have to hear this cross-promotion for Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast in the magical land of Foon, hosted by me, a human from Chicago. And me, Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius. And me, Chunt. I'm a shapeshifter, but I'm mostly a badger. But I guess I've also been an alligator and a tiny horse with a top hat. If you want a fully improvised comedy fantasy epic, this is the show for you. You can start at the beginning and binge your way all the way up to episode 100, or honestly, just jump in on a new episode. It's not the wire you'll get it i join us and we shall entertain thee hour after hour or and or also speaking of the wire who's stringer bell again wait which one whistles i don't want to talk about earth stuff <laughs>